Welcome to the Pop Goes to the Culture podcast for Saturday, July the 21st. We are just a few guys from the Midwest talking pop culture news, telling stories, taking your comments, and whatever. We are back in the home studio today. I am one of your hosts, Joey Mills with GeekDad.com. Going around the room, we've got with us today. Who wants to start? Go ahead. Odin Ray with Stuff and Things. How the hell did we go around the room? We skipped <laughs> the middle of the room. Well, I didn't say where. We could have started at 9 o'clock <laughs> just because it's going around. I don't know. He did that the past couple times. So I didn't. I just went ahead and just go ahead. Just jump in us. at some point. Yeah. Did you introduce yourself first? I wasn't paying attention. I did introduce yeah, myself. Did. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for joining us today. <laughs> the show is going on, I think. No, I'm still trying to think about that uh, thing. So, all right. Yeah, this what are you is, uh, thinking about? Uh, the monks thing. Oh, We've yeah. been talking about different stuff that we can do, and that, that's on my mind really hard right now. That's cool. We'll talk about that uh, later on. Anyways, yeah. this is uh, Caleb with uh, what am I going to be today? I'm going with Freedom <laughs> Hydrographics today. And yeah, I'm still Dusty Stafford with Stafford Lawn Care. All right. What's been going on this week, fellas? Hey, I, I mowed you all got week. Got to mow this Judging week. by the tan, I'm guessing he mowed all <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, you must have well, got to Well, I mow. came back from the lake. When we last recorded, I... Uh, went straight to the lake from there. Went straight to the lake for four days. Uh, so. That's what you I, do. I keep a tan like pretty much eight months out of the year. <laughs> yeah. Not me. I tan and then it just goes away. Gets, gets sucked away and I'm white again instantly. I don't tan. I go pink and then I'm white again. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody likes a little pink. <laughs> hey now. <laughs> like a lot oh. of pink. Yeah. <laughs> Well, we have got some stuff to talk about today. Well, because hold on, Joey. What, what have you been doing? Yeah, you, you know what I've been doing. Up. You've seen me at every every <laughs> recording all well, week long. I know, but I'm not the public. I've been at every recording all week long. No, <laughs> uh, not much. Just trying to uh, figure the figure out where we got to be, when we got to be there, at what time, especially going into August. Uh, Making sure Kenny remembers. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, we'll talk about that a little bit later on as well when we talk uh, about your what you've been thinking on. So we'll get into that in a little bit. But but the other part that I've been doing this week is watching the news feed coming across from San Diego Comic-Con because doing a show on entertainment and pop culture, by God, you got a ton yeah. of stuff hit you all at once Damn. in about four days. So uh, it's in full swing. Lots of news, lots of trailers, lots of stuff to talk about. So we're going to jump right into that. A uh, little bit. We'll start with the uh, DC Universe uh, streaming service that they've announced and we've been talking about for a couple months, it feels like. Uh, we got a trailer for Young Justice Outsiders, uh, season three of Young Justice, which ran on Cartoon Network uh, years ago. They're coming back for a third season on the DC Universe streaming app. That's a good little cartoon. I like that one. I, yeah, I liked it a lot back when it was on. Yeah. Uh, trailer looks pretty good. Yeah, it does. It's you know, The first half of the trailer is showing kind of the end of season two, and then they show the, the trailer for season three. Uh, we also got a trailer for the live-action Titans show. Did you watch that one? No, I'm nervous, <laughs> too. I don't know yeah, why. I, I feel like I'm less excited about that show after watching the trailer than I was before when it was just kind of something that was out there. See, that's what I was worried about. I've I've gone to click on a few times, and I'm like, I don't know if I want to ruin it for myself because I feel yeah. there's something that just feels like I'm not going to be happy watching it. So. Yeah, I mean, it it is what it is. Robin drops the F-bomb. In oh, the trailer, yeah. yeah. So apparently really? they're going uh apparently they're going that route. Well, I may have to check it out then. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that was something. Uh, 
Also from uh, DC, talking about the DC universe, the recently ousted president of DC Entertainment, Jeff Johns, who instead signed a deal to continue to write comics like he's done with DC for years, decades, <laughs> uh, and produce the TV and movies for Warner Brothers. So again, kind of the golden umbrella, golden parachute, whatever you call it. Uh, he announced that he will write and produce a live-action Stargirl series for DC Universe. Oh. He originally created that character for DC Comics back in 99. If you're a Stargirl fan, that might be something to look forward to. Um, if you don't know who Stargirl is, there's comics to go look at. I, she, I, they used the character briefly in Legends of Tomorrow when they had the Justice Society flashbacks. But, yeah. Uh, but they haven't done a lot with it, so uh, this is going to be a younger version of like a teenager star girl. Uh, some yeah, I know who she is. I just yeah. don't know a lot about her. So yeah, so you've got that to look forward to. <laughs> we'll watch the trailer for that when it comes out. Maybe she'll be dropping f bombs too. Maybe. Yeah, uh, I can only hope. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, meanwhile, it's also confirmed that the li- that the announced live action Swamp Thing that they're going to have on the DC universe will not be a part of any sort of shared universe with Titans or any of those other DC shows. So they're kind of. You know, Marvel's really good about making everything fit together. DC, as we've talked about, maybe they need to just make good shit and not worry about fitting it together. I know they do pretty well in the CW, but this other stuff, I think they're just kind of looking for, hey, you know what? We're just going to do the Swamp Thing and try to make it good (laughs) and worry about how it does or doesn't fit the other shit later. It'd still be cool to throw in Constantine every once in a while or Zartana, whatever. Zartana. Zartana, yeah. I always say her name wrong, but I like the character. Uh, as far as the service itself, uh, you can order for a year's worth of service of the DC Universe app, or you can order by the month. If you go month to month, it's seven ninety nine a month, which is about is that? I think it's just a dollar or two cheaper than Hulu, isn't it? I think Hulu is like around eight ninety nine or something, something like that. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, and we use my sisters. Yeah, if you go, <laughs> if you do it a year at a time, you can sign up for an entire year's worth of service. Uh, for seventy four ninety nine, that makes it about six and a quarter a month. If you decide to sign up for a year, um, I don't know that I'm ready for that commitment yet. Based yeah. on uh, Outsiders, looks good. Everything else has just been announced and not even filming. And then I don't really I'm not excited about Titans after watching that. So yeah, don't I mean, know, don't know about the years worth. Uh, that and they may be pulling a bunch of stuff too there that'll make it worth it. But right. Oh, I know they're gonna throw a ton of animated stuff there. Yeah. So yeah, that may be. But I don't see a year's worth of commitment. Uh, no. If you've signed up online to get like pre like no notify me about stuff, you know, kind of a pre notification deal. Uh, yeah. You can actually get that seventy four ninety nine. Will give you a year plus three months. The first three months free. So at fifteen months, it's like five bucks a month. Uh, again, still don't know that I'm <laughs> ready for that. No, I'm sure there'll get plenty of people though. Because oh yeah, I, I think that's CBS. Uh, app it's like, like nine ninety nine, I think. Yeah, I think yeah. it did pretty good as far as people yeah. getting into that with basically Discovery being that the, was all they had. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. Uh, Wall Street Journal confirmed uh, with Warner Brothers that there will not be a release of the Zack Snyder cut of Justice League. Oh, yeah, some people are crying. I don't know why anybody wants to watch that again, I even do. if they do change out a few oh, scenes. I'm very but. excited. I mean, it's on Hulu right now. You can't watch it. It just you can add to your list. Yeah, I'm, I really want to see it again to be like, am, am I? Do my feelings change? I don't, I like that movie. Everybody poo pooed on it, but yeah. shit, people, what are you looking for when you went How to much just shit a, a good movie? You there's something new have, added to the queue. Like you have things in your queue that so they've been in there for like a year that you've never seen. Yeah, and I and I'll go through and be like, nah, I didn't really want to watch that. So, so you I'll have take like stuff off. Four hundred and seventy-two hours of stuff in your queue. 
Oh, think so. I don't have a. <laughs> I don't have a lot. Like I said, I, I'll put stuff in my queue and then I'll come back a month or two or whatever, and I'll be like, nah, never mind. I don't really want to watch that. So, yeah. So, so you never actually get to the stuff you put in your queue. Well, you'll do a couple some of stuff. Things, yeah. yeah, it just depends. Because I try to put stuff like when we decide to have a family movie night, I want to make sure we have a nice selection. So I may select. 10 movies, and then we just choose from those or something like that. So I may not watch all of them, but they're in my queue just so we so can have So it's easier something. to find them yeah. when you need to get yeah. them. Yeah, still looking around, figuring out where they were at. So, Yep. Uh, while out promoting the latest Mission Impossible film, Superman himself, uh, Henry Cavill, told uh, Yahoo Movies UK, quote, I don't know if the Snyder Cut actually exists, so the only way I can look at it is as a business model, and I don't know what difference it's going to make. <laughs> <laughs> There are stories to be told which need to be told and adjustments that can be made, but it's not going to make any difference. Uh, he also pointed out that while the Snyder Cut might satisfy curious fans, it won't make the film any more money. <laughs> <laughs> Quote, they're not going to release it into cinemas, and so they're not suddenly going to make an extra few hundred million, <laughs> Cavill noted. Uh, so, it, so it would be interesting to see what the difference is, but I'd rather focus on the future than what's been, and the future is anything that comes after Justice League. <laughs> so probably he's not going to be playing Superman anytime soon. Uh, well, you know, Ben Affleck's stepping away, maybe, maybe not, depending on who you ask on any given day, but uh, it doesn't sound like um, it doesn't sound like he wants to go back and rehash the failed movie. He'd rather yeah. just worry about anything coming up. His part in that Mission Impossible movie looks pretty badass. He looks like yeah. a bad dude in that. I, I kind of want to see that. I love that. I haven't seen probably the last four Mission Impossibles. How many yeah. is there total? Oh, I don't know. There's quite a few. I don't know how many there are. I know there was three. And then they kind of did a soft reboot where they kept the same characters, but they really changed up the tone and stuff. Yeah. And I think there's been two or three of those. So I haven't seen any of the Mission Impossible. They're all worth watching. The last few have gotten more. The first couple were kind of cheesy, kind of Scooby-Doo-ish, like, look, who's under the mask? <laughs> but the last, I want to say, three or four have been more like Tom Cruise was like, you know what, I'm just going to be my own stuntman, and I'm just going to do some crazy shit. Yeah. And so they've been more action-oriented, more... They've been influenced by the Jason Bourne films more than they have been by the whatever they tried to be before. Like I said, those first couple were kind of hokey. Yeah. I can't watch anything that Tom Cruise has been in and not think of Tropic Thunder. <laughs> after he done, well, that's all right, too. <laughs> after, after he done that character in yeah. Tropic Thunder, you just see that character every time he's in another movie. Yeah. I never was a super fan of his until Jack Reacher. Yeah. When I saw that, I was like, oh, you have my attention. I, he was so good in that movie. Have you, have yeah, you ever seen, seen it? it? Yeah, it yeah. was good. That's yep. a killer movie. I there was uh, there was another movie. Uh, he played like a hitman. Yeah, where he's in, yeah he's in a cab with Jamie Foxx yeah, as a driver. A, I like yeah. that movie. I can't think. Collateral was that yeah, the name of it? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, he does better now. That, uh, yeah, he's gotten away from all the other stuff, and now he's gone with the more serious action roles and. Yeah, that those tend to yeah. Work once out he got out of the eyes wide shut, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's another uh, like Superman. Doesn't want to look back. He just wants to look forward. Yeah, uh, that's a good plan. Yeah, uh, right in the middle of San Diego Comic Con on Friday, Disney announced they've cut ties with Guardians of the Galaxy director James Gunn over oh. a number of offensive social media and blog posts that the directors made over the years, uh, oh, okay. which have recently been dragged out into the light. Folks were, you know. It goes back to, you know, you had Roseanne made some terrible 
tweets on Twitter, and mm-hmm. she was she is known to be very right leaning, very supportive of the president and that and the Republican Party, and so people on that side were kind of looking for people on the left that Disney's associated with that have said some pretty shitty stuff as well. They found him. It was James Gunn. Uh, and so they said, hey, if you're going to hold the people that have this political opinion to this standard, you need to be holding people with the opposite political opinion to the same standard. And Disney said, oh, we hadn't seen these. <laughs> you're right. And so they cut ties with James Gunn. So what was it? A lot of pedophilia type stuff, uh, some anti-LBGTQ stuff. Um, yeah, it was, it was, yeah, (laughs) the, uh, the statement from, uh, chairman of Walt Disney studios, Alan Horn is this quote, uh, the offensive attitudes and statement on James Twitter feed are indefensible and inconsistent with our studio's values. And we have severed our business relationship with him. Uh, the social media post in question again, heavily featured, uh, pedophilia among other things, uh, which is likely what crossed the line for Disney because you can't invite kids into your into your worlds that you're building yeah. uh, when you have people that are making those wor- worlds, uh, making some of the statements that he made. Uh, James Gunn has made a number of statements since then. Uh, some of the quotes that from the statements he, ha- he has put out, uh, quote, I viewed myself as a provocateur making movies and telling jokes that were outrageous and taboo. Uh, Gunn continued, I've developed as a person and so is my work and my humor. It's not to say I'm better, but I'm very, very different than I was a few years ago. Today I try to root my work in love and connection and less in anger. My days of saying something just because it's shocking and trying to get a reaction are over. Uh, So, too, are his days of working for Disney. Uh, He ended his statement with, For the record, when I made those shocking jokes, I wasn't living them out. I know this is a weird statement to make, and it seems obvious, but here I am saying it. Uh, Sony also canceled uh, a planned appearance. He was going to have a panel uh, Friday night, uh, but they decided probably for the better we'll just go ahead and cancel that one as well yeah. uh yeah. they've not made any further statement as far as any working relationship with him but um yeah you know it's well it sounds less <laughs> like he's a pedophile and he's just a dude who likes making sick jokes which there's thousands of people so i have a problem with this in a way and i know it goes against you you're big on well, my you know, th- my thing is that if you're going to say shit regardless of what it is and you're going to put it on the internet the internet is forever and if you're looking to be the face of anything, public facing, you've got to keep your shit clean. I think it's a great message to send, especially to kids but right how now. how long ago was this? Was Just a couple he, years ago. What was he doing a couple of years ago? What was his big claim to fame? I mean, the Guardians, I guess, has been around for a while. But yeah, that's a, yeah, and he's been making indie movies and stuff for years. I don't know. Maybe he didn't think it was going to be a... Yeah, I think that's the thing. I think that he just didn't realize or didn't think that... And, you know, he did what a lot of people do. At some point, they realize, they look back and they're like, oh. <laughs> and so he went in and deleted all that shit. But again, it doesn't matter what you delete. The internet is forever. If you've ever yeah. put anything out on the internet, it's out there still. Somebody can find it. And I don't know. I just... I would... Uh, I would caution all these people from digging around in everybody's stuff because eventually everybody in Hollywood is going to be out of business because everybody's got skeletons, whether it's... Now, granted, there's a lot of bad... I get that. There are people doing legit bad things, and yes, they need to be in, like, in Roseanne's case, she's throwing out N-words and all kinds of stuff like that. It's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. It's 2018. <laughs> yeah. You know, the- well, and, and that might fly if it was 
if she, you know, and not to make excuses, but if she was working for, I don't know, a different company besides Disney. Disney's yeah. Disney has a, you know, decades of a brand image to maintain, which is why it's, you know, not easy picking, but it's, you know, it's like, yeah, if somebody's not doing and the I find Disney it ironic way. being that Walt Disney was the way he was. Yeah, he wasn't the, the so shining I, I example mean, yeah. of... I uh, mean, honestly, yeah. if we're going to go by this standard, right. they need to close down every theme park, every everything, mm-hmm. because going back into their past, yeah. there was all that kind of Nazi stuff and all that. So I'm just saying, you know... I think it's a good message to... Stones uh, in a glass house. Yeah, I think it's a good message, for uh, especially for the... You know, we have the, I don't want to call it the luxury. We have a situation where we did not grow up with internet. And when we had, people didn't have cell phones when we were growing up, much less cell phones with cameras and video recorders and stuff. Because I've imagined at some point, just about everybody has said or done something that they weren't proud of. And they are glad there weren't phones and cameras around at all times. Yeah. But uh, but I think, it, I think it does set a good, send a good message to people now who live who've never lived without a cell phone in their hand um to remind them that hey you know yes you if you are employed you are a representative of that company so the things that you say and do you know that they have to align with that company's brand or vision or whatever it is and well i think it's it's one thing to ruin a person's career and likelihood or you could just be like look this is what happened. What do you have to say for yourself? He says that kind of stuff. Be like, you need to start doing some stuff for the community. You need to start doing some stuff like this. We need to see that you've actually changed and approach it something like that. Maybe not blackballing from everything. Hey, Odin, you want which, to start our own show <laughs> instead of the Joey Kenny show? You guys are part of it, too. Well, the, mean, yeah. Yeah, you know, the other part of it too is, so he's not making the next Guardians of the Galaxy movie. America loves a comeback story. How many football players have gone to jail to turn around and be put back in the league, and oh, everybody rallies time. around him? Yeah. So we just need it's just time. A, it's, yeah, it's just a matter of time before Look he's at working Simpson. again. Everybody loves OJ Simpson again. They and do, <laughs> for the most part. I mean, wow. it, it's, <laughs> they still. I mean, he's getting more press, and it's more positive, yeah. and it's stuff everybody like that. Everybody drinks so. the juice. <laughs> well, I mean, you, you just need enough time to forget that he killed his old lady, and or or time, allegedly, yeah. Sorry, yeah. Like the Blade Runner, <laughs> <laughs> or in this case, yeah, time for him to do those things like you talked about. Hey, look, I'm not working, so I'm out doing positive things yeah. in the community, and then somebody will give him a chance again. Yeah. So, oh well, let's move on. Let's do <laughs> so that these two can be part of the show since they don't. You guys want have anything you want to talk about before we jump into the next headline? About any of this sh- political shit. It's not political. It's it just, is. Everything's political. <laughs> Whether you look at it or not, it's all political. Fine. Uh, we got our first trailer for the new season of Doctor Who with uh, Jodie Whittaker as the role, in the role of the Doctor. Uh, it's short. doesn't really show us anything. doesn't even tell us when it's going to come out other than just, <laughs> hey, here's some new characters. Uh, we knew you had to have something at Comic-Con, so we yeah. threw together some uh, video of these characters. What uh, do you think about this, Dusty? What do you think about Doctor the new Doctor Who? Who? Since I've never watched any Doctor Who, <laughs> I don't, I don't, don't, I don't care what am I supposed to say. Woo, cool. I'm just helping you be part <laughs> of the show, man. How about you, Odin? What do you think about this? I'm, I'm interested to see it. I haven't seen the trailer yet, but... The most Doctor Who I've ever watched is walking past Joey's TV <laughs> or when I was talking to Clark, who's 100% deaf. He, has a, he was watching on when we were working through 
for Blue Inium, he was he'd watch it on his lunch break in the captions. So that's <laughs> and then I'd go in there and talk to him, and it'd be on his monitor. That was probably the most Doctor Who I've ever seen. Is just thirty seconds of him watching it on his lunch break. Yeah, <coughs> I've watched no part sound. of I've watched part of two episodes, and that's all I've seen. Yeah, but I know a lot of people are pretty excited for this one. So yeah. I mean, they're who, who it's, fans well, anyway. Yeah, it's, but yeah, new characters, new showrunner, new writing staff, new everything. So, yeah, people are excited to see what, what's new. We also got a trailer for season two of Iron Fist, uh, as well as a release date sooner than you thought, sooner than any of us thought, I think. Season two is going to release on September 7th, which is, like, really soon. That's, what, not even two months away. Mm-hmm. Uh, Simone Missick, who plays Misty Knight, is going to be joining Iron Fist in season two. So there's Makes your sense. crossover, yeah. Uh, and the action is moving primarily to Chinatown in this one. Uh, Alice Eve, who has been cast as what's traditionally the daredevil villain, uh, Typhoid Mary, which kind of makes you wonder that you know they're just kind of now announcing some of the casting that they've done. Um, if they're just now casting these roles, and this is going to be out September 7th, that's yeah. a quick turnaround for filming and production. So, Well, they probably got all the Johnny... Or Johnny listed. Uh, <laughs> Danny. Danny ran. Yeah, I, I imagine. Stuff yeah. out of the way, and now they're, maybe they didn't know the direction they wanted to go. <laughs> maybe September 7th gets moved back as we get closer to it, and they're like, oh, right, wait, wait, you want we, to we're still, we're still filming. Uh, we're still announcing who's in the move, in the show. Uh, I guess we need a bad guy. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Dude, nobody, I didn't get to see that. I didn't see this in the trailers, so I have to go check it out. Yeah, it was short. Uh, same type of deal. You got to bring something to San Diego. It almost feels like companies anymore are like, hey, you got to have something here. So here's a minute of nothing, yeah. but we're going to show the person standing there and maybe give you the date if we know the date. And that's kind of what it is. Well, hopefully they, you know. <laughs> hopefully know they that, take the Luke Cage season two version yeah. of Danny and put him in <laughs> That's what I was going to say. I mean, that his little part in there made me kind of like, I mean, I'd, I'd watch it anyways because I liked Iron Fist. I don't care what everybody says. but uh, <laughs> And Justice League. <laughs> yes, I like these movies. I go back to what I always say. Hey, you know what? We could not have any of this. So you can either have this stuff and try to enjoy it and quit poo-pooing on everything or just, you know what? Don't watch them. That's like your me. choice. Like, yep. don't like Dusty. Dusty does not care. <laughs> yeah, and he, I just don't watch anything. He doesn't give two yeah. Whatever Jessica turns on the Netflix for me to fall asleep to. That's what I, <laughs> oh, you could uh, turn on season one of Iron Fist and fall asleep pretty quick. I did. I did watch season one of Iron Fist. All of it? Yeah, I think so. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> you don't remember. <laughs> That's how good it was. You don't even remember if you watched it or not. <laughs> it started like maybe it started off cool, but then no, like really the home. Didn't. Yeah, the first episode was about the best. After that, it was dog shit. The like, first episode didn't like have anything homeless, going yeah. on. Yeah, like the homeless guy. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so yeah, yeah. Like Kenny said, we've got it, and uh, you can either try to enjoy it <laughs> and try really hard sometimes, or uh, or not. The Walking Dead is going to return October seventh. Uh, Andrew Lincoln, who plays Rick Grimes, confirmed that he is leaving the series this season, which we all already knew, but I guess he confirmed that at San Diego Comic-Con. The rumor is he's it's not even a big deal. He's like just leaving at some point in the first half of the season, like episode somebody said that, like episode five or six or something, so it's not even like a cliffhanger, not even a... It's just like at some he point leaves. he's just gone. <laughs> well, they got... I mean, I watched the trailer and the trailer looks amazing. Yeah. It looks like it's going to be a, probably the best 
one of the best seasons. It's another season that's doing a lot of rebooting with the people behind yeah. the scenes, the writing staff, and, and the whole thing is that you know he's trying to get all this stuff to get all the communities together, and they, uh, you know, Maggie and Daryl's kind of not okay with that. Then you got Negan kind of whispering in his ear, yep. what it seems like, and so I imagine it's going to be one of those things of you either go, or we're going to have to kill you. That's yeah. your choice, you know, because it seems like that's the direction they're going in the trailer. So maybe yeah. I'm wrong. He'll but. come back in season 15. <laughs> he might. He might just wander off and go show up in the other show for a while. And, yeah. I think they said so. If they can make it that far, I think they said they're going to absolutely call it quits in, at 10. So yeah, well, this will be nine. So yep. they're getting to the end. Uh, and is this our yeah? Finally, uh, Willie Nelson is set to release a Frank Sinatra tribute album. Titled Why? My Way on September 14th. <laughs> huh. uh, here are the songs on the album. Fly Me to the Moon, big hey. Sinatra song. Uh, Summer Wind, which is actually already released online, so you can hear that if you want. Uh, one for My Baby and One for the Road. A Foggy Day, It Was a Very Good Year. That's probably my favorite Frank Sinatra song. Really? Uh, Blue Moon, I'll Be Around. Night and Day, What Is This Thing Called Love. Young at Heart and My Way. I think of course that's cool. I do. I like Frank yeah. Sinatra. I actually have Frank Sinatra on my Pandora when I'm mowing. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. And and like and Willie uh, Nelson. <laughs> well, no, not Willie Nelson. I have okay. a Johnny Cash radio. Yeah. So it plays a lot of Willie Nelson songs yeah. on there. So yeah. You get I get a mix of all that anyway, so that's pretty cool that he. Yeah. yeah I, mean, I don't know about his voice in the Frank Sinatra songs or not. You want to hear it? Because we've got the one song. Yeah, grab, your, grab your cans and put them on and <laughs> take a listen. Not those cans. <laughs> Get my hands off my boobies. <laughs> Have you heard it already? Yeah, I listened to it yesterday when I was putting this together. It's not bad. There's probably going to be an ad at the front here, so let's kill that. Uh, yeah, there's the ad. Let's get through the ad here real quick. Your video will play after the ad. Everybody got your ears? Finally. Got your ears covered? Yep. I love how YouTube's got ads in front of everything now. Yeah. Here we go. Ooh, that's loud. Turn that down just a hair. Blade back sessions. The summer wind came blowing in from across the sea. Lingered there to touch your hair and walk with me all summer long. We sang a song and then we strolled that golden sand. Two sweethearts and that summer wind. We'll just cut her off there. Uh, yeah. like he, he looks and sounds really old. I know he's like 85 <laughs> now, but. Well, how old was, was Frank when he died? He was still singing when he died. Yeah, I don't know. I don't remember how old he was, but. Uh, well, he must not look too bad. I mean, he's, he's holding up for his age. Yeah. It's probably yeah. the he's weed. Pro- is it like 80? Probably, weed probably weed does help. <laughs> how old is he? He's 85. Like, yeah, 85. Kevin yeah. Smith still looks pretty young. Yeah. <laughs> Probably the weed. Probably the weed. Uh, in other news, I got a couple stories here. Uh, the man with the world's longest fingernails finally cuts them after sixty-six years. Holy oh. balls! 
Uh, let's read the story. It, no, wow, he, I can finally wipe my butt again. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> oh, he always was. <laughs> just, just he's scarred. Uh, the man with the world's longest fingernails has finally cut them off. Uh, I won't attempt to pronounce his name just because I will butcher it, but he's from India. And he started to let his fingernails on his left hand grow when he was 14 years old after being told off by a teacher for accidentally breaking his long nail, according to Guinness Book of World Records. He's now 82, and he holds the world record for the longest fingernails on a single hand. So I guess he's kept his right hand oh, trimmed. Okay, I got you. Oh, okay. He's only grown it wild on his left, which is odd. Yeah, it's pretty gnarly. Why do looking? I think of like that Street Fighter guy when I. Oh, when Vega. I think of it? No, the, the other long one. nails, the uh, guy Tiger uppercut. Oh, <laughs> what do you think guy. of the yeah. India guy with the long yeah. fingernails? Uh, did Tiger. he have long nails? I don't remember. No. Okay. No. Well, all right. I don't know why you think of that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Just because we're talking back from India. There you go. Uh, th- Tiger. Tiger. This gentleman flew to the U.S. and had his nails cut off using small circular saw at a <laughs> ceremony uh, Wednesday <laughs> on New York. So. They had to whip out the circular saw to trim his nails. That's it's pretty probably just like a little Dremel tool with the. the <laughs> I, I like to think they're like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would see him using like a table saw or something. <laughs> That'd be great. Although yeah. they probably, he probably can't use that because I think they just start to curl. Yeah, I think they do. Then wrap all around. Yeah, and they're weird. kind of they're pretty thick. If I yeah. remember seeing them, it's really I think weird. they're like. Ugh. Made of stone, and yeah, they look all gnarly. <laughs> like a we had to have like a wet, or a wet saw to cut them. Maybe that too. That'd be awesome. Uh, <laughs> the Ripley's <laughs> Believe It or Not Museum in Times Square has put them on display. How long That's are that. the nails exactly? The longest one is his thumbnail, which Guinness says clocks in at 197.8 centimeters. Uh, for those of you here in the U.S. listening, that's about six and a half feet long. God six dang. and a half feet long coming off his thumb. That's taller than I am. That's going to be kind of heavy and awkward. I would too, imagine. Man. Yeah. When last measured, his nails had a combined length of 29 feet, 10 and 10.1 inches. Wow. Uh, about the same length as a London bus, according to Guinness. Uh, his unusual choice to grow his nails out this long didn't stop him from leading a normal life. Oh, my ass, it did. <laughs> Ripley's Museum says. Uh, yeah, he married. the stairs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he married. He had two children and worked professionally as a photographer. How would you work as a photographer if you couldn't use that one hand? Well, you have the tripod and then you have. You got one hand that's. I don't know, you just set your nails up on something and then <laughs> yeah, you exactly. study yourself on the <laughs> Maybe that was the tripod. It's <laughs> yeah. like a. Whatever <laughs> yeah. that would be, a like pentapod. <laughs> Uh, let's see. The decision to grow his nails out did take a toll. He cannot open his left hand from a closed position or flex his fingers, the museum said. So his hand was like kind of gnarled Atrophy. up as a claw anyhow. For 66 years, he's had a claw hand. Wow. So yeah, it didn't stop him from leading a normal life, you know, because nobody ever uses <laughs> that left hand for anything, wow. right? Wow. Jeez. Yeah. And I mean... Did he go on tour with it or anything, or did he do anything? Was he, like, notoriety. Was he married? Yeah, he's married. Had two kids. I mean, I know he did the photography thing, but I mean, <laughs> you could again, do photography with a claw. Yeah, yeah he gave that. the best back scratches. So. <laughs> he probably <laughs> couldn't because how could you control that if at the end of your nails way the fuck out here? I don't know if you saw them. I don't think I'd be like, no, I've seen, you. I've seen some before, and they kind of just like hang. Yeah, it yeah. looks like a. Yeah, it's nasty. Nasty. <laughs> But hey, good for you. How if do you you're keep listening. from breaking like, when you're sleeping and stuff? Yeah, at some point he said, "Yeah, how do you roll over in bed or <laughs> just snap them all off?" I don't know. There's gonna be something you can put on them to strengthen them, maybe or something. Or at that know. point, he lacquers them. Like, <laughs> <maybe. laughs> 
That's why they had to get the circular saw out because they couldn't cut through all the shit he's put on there to protect them. Maybe. I don't know. It looks like something's on them because they've got, I mean, they're discolored. Not that you're probably worried right. about cleaning them or anything, but it just, it does seem like there's something on them, maybe. I don't know. Mm. Probably your thing. How many bottles of nail polishes do you have to go through to paint his nails? <laughs> that would be awesome if you paint his nails. People are just painting them. Different colors, like a rainbow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you could put a lot of rainbows on that. Uh, next story. Reported burglar turns out to be a rogue squirrel. Oh, no. Oh, no, not again. Squirrels. A woman in Harrow, London, thought she heard something suspicious in her home Thursday morning, but it was a nut what she thought. <laughs> oh, <laughs> one of those reporters. The loud noises prompted the woman to phone the police and report a suspected burglary. When the respond when the officers responded, they found only a quote rogue squirrel. How do you know it's a rogue squirrel and not yeah, just well, a squirrel? Like see, is he, he out there smoking those, or he has one of those bandit masks on? <laughs> Maybe so. I don't know. Uh, according to a tweet from the Harrowborough Police, uh, the female caller was very distressed and called nine nine nine, which I assume is like nine one one. Yeah. As she heard noises downstairs and believed she was being burgled. Burgled. Have you ever been burgled before? No, sounds fun, though. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Police spokesman told... You always got (laughs) to burgle the female callers. (laughs) 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 Yeah, hey, now. Uh, Police spokesman spokesman told Get West West London. Almost said Get Wet London, but that's a different different story (laughs) altogether. That's That's what happens when you get burgled. Uh, Yeah, 999 is the UK's version of 911. Uh, Officers attended on blue lights, so they had their lights on, and established the only suspect was a squirrel who had knocked some items over and caused a bit of a mess. Mm. The spokesman added that the furry perp was released uh, with no charges. The most famous squirrel involved in a burglary was actually on the right side of the law. Rocket Joey a squirrel. What's it? No, it, <laughs> Joey the squirrel. Joey a pet squirrel in Idaho who valiantly defended his home by scratching the human burglar. Huh. Oh. So if you need an attack animal, so pet. they did. They named. They had apparently a it was a pet after you. No, they <laughs> named me after the squirrel. I don't know when. I don't <laughs> know when that took it? place. I don't know. It doesn't say here. Maybe they're Australian. That's our Joey. What's that, Joey? And <laughs> out. No, it was, no, well, it could no have been there comment. in Idaho, but no comment about your animals taking over the world, shit. Oh, well, we already knew that was the case. Well, I know. I just figured every time there was an animal incident, you were. I don't. Do I need to continue to point that out? I mean, obviously <laughs> the squirrels know. breaking into this lady's home. We don't know the real story why the squirrel was breaking into her home. Of course, the squirrel wasn't going to talk. They use yeah, little, they squirrels use like oh, I was just con- confused. Got little mind control helmets on. Somebody's. Running the squirrels on the wheels. You never give me the. What was the commercial on? about the electricity? That guy had all the squirrels that he was powering the house with because his electric bill was high or whatever. No, I don't know. That, sounds, that sounds interesting. I like. It. <laughs> all of a sudden, we got a job. And then they squirrel. go on. They go on strike or something and attack him. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't seen that one. Yeah. Well, it sounds like you're making that part up. No. <laughs> Dusty, you might not want to hear this one. This is one of those political stories. Uh, the Wall Street Bull <laughs> is covered in sex toys and being ridden by Vladimir Putin, apparently. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Nice. You got a picture? Uh, I bet we could find one. Uh, recent visitors to Wall Street to see the famous Charging Bull sculpture got a little something extra on Monday. <laughs> on top of the statue was a shirt. <laughs> on top of the statue was a shirtless man wearing a mask of Russian President Vladimir Putin. Oh, I thought this was like photoshopped or something. Oh, no. There's okay. a guy. There's a performance artist up there. The rest of the bull was covered in a rainbow-colored assortment of sex toys. Uh, a man named Jeff Jetton is taking credit for the prank, interpreted by some as a commentary on how Putin seems to be controlling the U.S., 
he, does he seem to be writing a bull covered in sex toys? Is that? Is that <laughs> no, I think he's just writing a president, but I don't know. Nah, I don't, sorry, I got it political here. <laughs> uh, let's see. Jetton told the Huffington Post he agreed with that statement, but he wants to let people construe the prank as they see fit. So if you think it's something else, you think uh, he's just got a mental disorder, that's fine, too. Uh, he he said he also used more than 130 dildos to decorate the bowl, all of them donated by an adult entertainment company. 130, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So were they used? He only could find 129. He was writing number 130. <laughs> oh, I only count 129. He's like, oh, hey, Odin found a picture. Odin had that pulled up already before we got to the story. So you have like speed dial dildos on that. So phone. that's You're saying you don't? I told him to look it up like a minute ago. Yeah. That's <laughs> he already had it. That's no, no, almost a little yeah. better than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> hey, now. See, when it said rainbow assortment of dildos, I thought it meant like colored, but it's like yeah. some of these are rainbow, rainbow colored, colored dildos. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there That's you go. Fantastic. Uh, quote from Mr. Jetton. Anybody who tells you sex toys aren't good tools of resistance has never had a bad bag of dicks <laughs> and a little bit of ingenuity, he said in a statement. <laughs> You ever had a bag of dicks and a little ingenuity? No, I smell things that smell like a bag of dicks. So that the the Vladimir Putin guy up there, what's he made out of? It's a guy with a mask on. Oh, it's just a person up there. Yeah, Yeah. it's this guy. Oh, I thought maybe someone like made a a doll. No, no, it's yeah, he's got a Putin mask on. Mask, okay. I thought I was like, wow, they kind of found a dude that looked like him. <laughs> we, ha- we have a Vladimir Putin mask at our house. Do you? Seth got for Halloween. Do you have a bag of dicks at your house too? Not, not that I've found yet. <laughs> not that you know of. Gonna tell you what you could do with your Saturday. Then. <laughs> yep. <laughs> you don't even need your good left ride hand that, like the guy. With ride the, yeah. that bull, boys. <laughs> you betcha. Uh, apparently, the Putin mask wasn't a good enough of disguise. Jen said he was contacted by the New York City Police Department on Tuesday evening. Uh, I think it's for a non-criminal code violation, Jetton said. Uh, the officers were kind of laughing when they cited me. Uh, the Daily Beast reports that uh, Jetton is a ramen shop owner in Washington, D.C., and he took it upon himself to investigate possible Trump-Russia connections while using publicly available information. Doing People, it from the bull, or was I, it I don't know. How was he doing that? <laughs> I'm not exactly. sure. You, I don't know. He's got his phone up there with him. Yeah, <laughs> I'm searching the web while I'm up here. Uh, people on Reddit, oh, oh no. <laughs> there you go, the scum oh, no. and villainy of the... Yeah. People on Reddit had their own theories as to who might have pulled off the prank, especially because the statue is located in an area that is patrolled by police 24 hours a day. In one bizarre scenario, a Reddit user suggested the cops were behind the statue's new look, and another person piggybacked on that theory, suggesting that all of those sex toys they've been confiscating from prostitutes for decades... Have finally been put to use. <laughs> um, prostitutes don't care. I was going to say, more like the same there's somebody that obviously doesn't know how prostitution <laughs> yeah. works. <laughs> yeah, probably the the uh, John will bring one if he <laughs> wants to see that in use, but they don't generally carry it. Then if I you, just want to know if they were used dildos or not. Oh, but they're brand new. Ah, uh, yeah. I imagine the guy. I can't imagine that the uh, adult entertainment company was. You know, I don't know that they get a whole lot of returns. I don't know they'd have a whole lot of used ones sitting around. They, they all pr- seem to be like it was like two or three different. I bet they were. I bet they were return dildos. Well, these they were these, like the same color. A lot of them were the same dildo. Yeah, well, I think, I think they just gave. I think they probably so whatever they had a surplus <laughs> of. You get one and it's got a misshaped head on it, and you're like, I don't want this one anymore. Adult film industry says, well, we'll take it for a discount. Well, I would guess <laughs> I that since they have the rainbow ones. 
They yeah. probably got a bunch in for like the gay pride parade or something. Right, and now and that that's all sell. over, yeah. yeah. So they, so they wrote it off on their in. taxes and just How's gave it to them. How's he getting to stick to the bull? It's suction. He put his own little. He put his own little glue on there. We don't. Usually they got a. You just got the handle on the other end of them, not the not the suction ones, unless you. Well, browse more. You'll the web. <laughs> I guess you get the webcam series that you just stick to anything or so. Yeah. So just you ever had a bag of dick suction cup to your forehead? <laughs> <laughs> a bag of dicks. That's a lot. <laughs> that's what this guy's talking I about. I got too much hair. I couldn't. I could put it on my forehead. <laughs> Do it to Joey. Let's see how many, <laughs> that, how many dicks we I mean, can stick can to you stick to my head? head? I don't know. Joey's like, let's not. Uh, I can tell you. No. <laughs> oh, no. oh, they stuck to. He could be like Most wobble his head back and forth. Fourteen. That's awesome. Hey, I guess you got a new cosplay idea. Comic Con. I'm gonna be the dickhead. <laughs> there you go. There you go. What was that episode of the uh, Drew Carey show where one of the guys was like, it's a mushroom costume. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's not. I love that a show. flesh-colored mushroom. I'll just see if that's on Hulu or something. I don't know. Don't, I don't put it in your queue. You'll never get to it. <laughs> yeah. I might watch Drew Carey. I'm, I'm into comedy stuff right now. Yeah. Something you don't have to pay attention to either. Yeah. You can be working and just have it on and be like, oh, yeah, that was funny. Yep. And finally, a uh, Texas man sentenced to 50 years for stealing $1.2 million worth of fajitas. What? Yes, let's Holy read. hell, how? A Texas man who uh, pled guilty to stealing more than $1.2 million in fajitas while acting as a public servant has been sentenced to 50 years in prison. Gilberto Escamilla, was a 53-year-old, uh, was employed at the Daryl B. Hester Juvenile Detention Center in San Benito, Texas until August 2017 when it was discovered that he'd been placing orders for fajitas using county funds and then selling them for oh, his own profit that's right. since December of, 28, or of 2018, yeah, yeah. according to Cameron County court filings. When sentenced on Friday, Escamilla was also served the maximum fine of $10,000 on top of the $1,251,578.72 that he was ordered to pay back for the cost of the fajitas. Good luck on that. Yeah. Yeah. Especially if he's in jail, he's not going to be making the million dollars to... No. Uh, according to the Brownsville Herald, Escamilla's uh, scheme unraveled last August when a delivery driver with Labatt Food Service phoned to the detention center to give the kitchen employees a heads up that an 800-pound delivery of fajitas had arrived. Employees <laughs> immediately thought the delivery to be suspicious as minors at the detention center are not served fajitas. However, the delivery drive driver insisted that he'd been delivering fajitas to the detention center's kitchen for the past nine years. After being <laughs> fired and arrested, Escamilla's house was searched by police who found packages of fajitas in his refrigerator. <laughs> it was selfish. It started small, and it got bigger and out of control, Escamilla said during As court testimony. Because, <laughs> yeah. you know, the fajita cartels. <laughs> the fajita cartels. Uh, according to the Herald, uh, it got to the point where I couldn't control it anymore. Texas State. I love my fucking fajitas. <laughs> or he knows somebody that does if he's turning around and flipping them, flipping fajitas. Texas State District Judge Jay Manuel uh, Benales, who handed down the sentence, dismissed an additional theft charge as part of an earlier plea deal made by Escamilla. Because Escamilla stole more than $200,000 worth of goods, Texas law now considers the crime to be a first-degree felony and allows for a sentencing of up to 99 years in prison. It also allows for a more severe punishment if the defendant commits a crime while acting as a public servant. Did he get? Did you say he got sentenced to fifty? Years? He got sentenced to fifty years. The max would have been ninety nine, but he only got fifty. So dude, his lawyer sucks because, <laughs> dude, he didn't hurt anyone. There was no. 
like no violent it's not a violent and, crime yeah, weapons yeah. involved he should have got i mean he should have had to pay back the money oh, 1.2 million they're not gonna, he's not well, going to pay that the back thing, the thing of it is you know you he didn't really hurt anyone he sold some freaking, and he wasn't even selling illegal stuff. <laughs> he was fajitas. You don't know what was in those fajitas, man. <laughs> I'm, just say, I'm just saying he actually, yeah, he done something wrong, but why throw give somebody take up jail space or prison space over someone who is selling fucking fajitas? Same reason why somebody gets busted with a dime bag and they do 10 years, yet somebody rapes and murders someone, they maybe do two. Exactly. So. I, I agree with you on that. <laughs> he should have been, yes, pay your restitution if you can. You're going to pay it the rest of your life, but they're going to yeah. get some money back out of it. Yeah. yeah, probably get more money if they just do take it from his taxes than <laughs> what, what he makes in jail, like 10 cents a day or something like that. Yeah. I don't, I, I'm I don't just saying he must have had a shitty attorney to get 50 years in jail for selling fajitas. Well, he's 53 years old, so clearly he's not going to serve 50 no. years in jail. But he will probably serve the rest of his life. And who knows? He may be eligible for parole after what, five. Probably five. Yeah. I'm less interested in this story, and I'm more interested in the fajita market. The, yeah. Where he's, he's can. The black $1.2 million yeah. dollars worth of fajitas? Yeah. I mean, are Did they. each fajita cost $350,000? Because, well, the fajitas, I mean. Are they that good? Is that what makes them so special? Or is there like well, a big thing need of it for is, fajitas down there? Does he was he ma- with the fajitas all already pre-made and then it he happened. was yeah. turning yeah. them? Yeah. Yes, them? he was. Yeah, he was. Labatt Food Service uh, must make some fucking sweet ass fajitas because no shit. So, guys, we need to get in the fajita business. <laughs> Apparently, really? obviously. I mean, if he's uh, he we obviously didn't have none on order hand. These fajitas, we should order some of them and ship them to the house. Taste them. If they're that good, we're going to start a food truck. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, he was truck. he's in the process of getting eight hundred. Pounds more? That's yeah. what tipped him off. Yeah. So yeah. he has already sold the one hundred or one million dollars worth. Right. Yeah. yeah. So even if he sold them for a, a buck a piece, yeah. That, exactly. But surely he probably sold them for. Oh, I think. And he been there. How much? He, what would he have bought them for? How much would he have had to have bought them for? Because he bought. You know, was he was one, using it was, county funds. Right. I know. I'm not. I'm just saying. Yeah. How much did they go for though? One point two million dollars. Let's figure out. What so would you pay for a fajita? Pounds of fajitas. What would you pay ordering at one time? Well, what would you pay for a fajita? I don't know. I don't three know. To, How three much for three dollars? Okay, so three dollars. So one point two million dollars worth of fajitas. For a good at three fajita, bucks. You know, some. I'd pay three bucks at a. Time. And it's from yeah, a three, food four, service, so they're yeah. buying buying them in bulk. So, yeah, you know, and it's you know I'm sure they're cheaper because they're purchased in like bulk. sixty eight cents a piece or something. Yeah, yeah. I, so he's paying. Let's just say he ordered eight hundred pounds. Let's say each one's a pound. That'd be a big ass fajita at a pound, a one pound fajita. So he's ordering right. eight hundred at a time, and he's turn he's turning them. He's getting rid of yeah. eight hundred. That's what I'm saying. Them. If he's if he's buying them at three bucks a fajita, let's I mean, say. yeah. Let's say he's eating up some here from <laughs> right. Time yeah, to he's, time, he's probably like these are too fucking good to sell. <laughs> <laughs> I got to eat all these. But I mean, he's selling. Got to be selling ninety percent of them. Right, you can't eat that many fajitas. I mean, you get that get old. So, okay, are they made of steak or chicken? <laughs> so if he's buying, uh, if he's buying them at three bucks a piece, he bought four hundred thousand individual fajitas in nine years. In nine years, so yeah, so probably what started out one or two. Yeah, I'm sure it got it. So yeah, four, roughly forty four, forty five thousand fajitas a year. Here's what happened: he ordered some for lunch once. He's getting like eight hundred. He, he's getting eight hundred and fifty. He's getting about a thousand fajitas a week. I'm sure because it started off probably as like fifty, 
And I'm sure he was up to a thousand or more a week by the so end. So he's uh, selling a thousand feet of heat as a I'll week. I'll tell you what man. happened. He, he, he had one, and he was telling a buddy, and his buddy's like, "Really? They're that man, good?" He's like, "Dude, these. I'll get you one." And he didn't. He's like, "Well, what would you pay for that?" He's like, "Dude, I pay like three bucks for that. That's a damn good." And he's like, "Hmm." And that's how it got started. Yep. Yeah. So if he sold them for five bucks a piece, even you know, four hundred thousand, right? That's they what he said. They probably don't have a picture of it, huh? So yeah, he probably made. You know, if he stole, you know. Hundred one point two million dollars. He probably sold that for two million. Do they have so pictures of the product 000. on here? No, that's what I'm looking at. There's stuff here. They don't. Oh wait, direct source meats, maybe. Maybe let's try that. We're looking yeah. at Labatt Food Service, in-house produce, beverage meats. All right, here, hold on. Hey, I don't want to see your video. They got barbacoa. There's beef fajitas, chicken fajitas. Oh, is it just the straight up meat? Is that all he got? I doubt it. I don't see where they actually sell the fajitas. Well, that would make sense, though, because, yeah, I mean... The thing of it is, I'm, I'm thinking that he was ordering the meats, and he was making his own fajitas. Might be. Well, this, they could be called it fajitas, because it is fajita it's fajita, meat, yeah. yeah. But that's what he's getting, is he's getting the steak. And no, we're not looking at pornography. <laughs> so look at that actual oh, fajita meat. So that fajita meat's probably what, if you buy that yeah, at the store? Yeah, he's probably actually making, oh, yeah. making bucks, his own you know fajitas. Let me see. They don't have a. I'm looking for their. Uh, trying to think for stew meat, we pay, which would be about that much. We pay nine to eleven dollars. Where yeah, is uh, there are a lot of hurdles I'd have to jump through to find an actual price on this because you what know they want to just keep it proprietary. Labatt food serve. Where's that out of? It's not San Antonio. So it is in the United States. Yeah, it's in Texas. That's where this guy yeah. was at. This guy was it's in made out of Angus meat. Yeah, this guy was in that. San Benito, which has got to be close to. So, so you figure if he's got what would cost you normally nine to twelve dollars worth of meat, and he's selling it for three bucks or even five bucks, that's, a, that's he could a hell sell of it deal. for he could sell it for a penny a piece. It doesn't matter. He didn't put any money into that shit. Yeah, well, <laughs> he's making it. He, it's all profit. Whatever well, he sold it for. Dustin and I were profit. talking about this uh, fajita business. That yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. We were yeah, potentially yeah. going to. Well, I'm just saying though. It, <laughs> But the, I'm, if, I mean, if, I'm yeah, sure that you can start a fajita business if you're getting all your meat for free. Because again, he did not put a single dime right. into any of this shit. He got all free meat. So yeah, but I didn't realize the. I mean, how many Mexican free, food I mean, trucks? The state paid Mexican it. style food trucks. Do you actually see in Springfield? There's yeah, one there's or two. A, yeah, there's, there's not a lot. I know that the like some of the burrito places have right. a, like catering and stuff like right. that. But I've no, I don't know of any. Food truck, food trucks that I see driving around or parked anywhere, and I drive all over town. Well, there's a place on was it North Flintstone where they all park, kind of congregate. I think so. Like a food, do they have like food truck court kind of thing? Yeah. Do they? Yeah. yeah and then they have their. But do they got fajitas in there? Meeting where they right. all. I don't know about the fajita piece of it. We can look it up. You know what? We got the internet right here. While <laughs> you guys are talking, I'll look up Springfield uh, food trucks. Yeah. So, what kind of food truck are you going to start up? The fucking fajita ones, if that's what the, the but, thing of but it is. But the reason it was so south. the reason it was so damn profitable okay. is because he didn't pay for the okay. meat. Okay. <laughs> the state I did. What, I hear what you're saying, but he they bought it for cheap, right? The, right. Like the what he was stealing money basically right. to buy. So they're still getting it cheap. What so. I'm saying is, even if he's tur- the turnaround rate is what I'm after here. Right. Not the fact that he didn't have to spend any money to do that. Right. The fact that he's Got but the he product, but the and question he's turning is, it around that quick. But is he turning it around quick because he didn't have to pay for the meat? So instead of charging five bucks for a 
fajita, he can charge a dollar fifty, <laughs> and he doesn't care because all he's got in it is his tortilla lettuce and what you know. You know, I I don't know that if you had to sell it at a normal price. He's got some vegetables in I'm, there. He's got some money in the fajitas. I don't know how I'm much he's got. I'm thinking he's not even making the fajitas. I'm thinking he just sells the meat cheap. It may Could be. be. Yeah. It you know, like specify. how the trucks go around. Yeah, he may just be shit. acting as a distributor of, hey, look at yeah. all this. You buy your meat from a guy that says, hey, I got these steaks. <laughs> in my oh, I, do, I got this shit on the I on do the not. And they, I've had a couple get nasty with me, and I'm like, hey. No offense, but what if I just knocked on your front door and offered to sell you shrimp or something? Right. I was like, would you buy it from me? Not knowing me, not knowing if I've had it sitting out and I thawed it, <laughs> right. refroze it, thawed it, refroze it. So on Republic Road, all the way uh, west, west end of Republic Road, before you get to West Bypass, they sell shrimp on the right-hand side over there, and it says, caught daily. How the hell are they getting their shrimp there? Yeah. yeah. Like, it was caught daily, but the day it was caught it wasn't today. Yeah. <laughs> it says it. Fresh shrimp caught daily. Yeah, I'm sure and it I'm is like, caught daily. It's just not caught where today. Where shrimp at? How are you getting it yeah, there? Yeah, as soon as it comes out of the truck, they're like, got you. <laughs> hey, throw that down here. <laughs> I caught it. Caught it. Caught daily. Caught it off the truck. Uh, yep. Dropped occasionally. <laughs> there's a, There's quite a few, it looks like. Sold. There's Jose Loco's food truck in Springfield. Mama Mary's Navajo Tacos. Yeah, the Jose Loco's uh, sign. Cecil's. Uh, looks Cecil's like. Cecil's looks like a Mexican. Well, the Jose Loco sign looks like it says Jose Tacos. <laughs> so Probably on purpose. <laughs> yeah. And Shannon's like, I think that's Loco's. I was like, is it Loco's? I was like, oh, shit. So, so yeah. we just call it Jose Tacos. <laughs> that works. <laughs> we can move on. We were just. I just Spitballing I, ideas I was just here. like, uh, his turnaround ratio was like really well. So I thought. And, it, and he's in South Texas. So. Right. You know, there's probably more of a market for Mexican style food down there. There's probably a market for it, but there's probably more competition for it too, though. Yeah, yeah. well, there's but market for if he's selling it for nothing because he didn't pay for it again, it's you know we well, need to call this guy. Well, he's in jail. Well, <laughs> you you can get a phone call to him. Yeah, I know. Ask him what he sold it for. Say, this I'm, is this is from Joey from Pop Goes Culture. Exactly what were you selling your <laughs> and fajitas? how much were you selling it for? Were you making the fajitas or just selling the meat? But, or? But, hypothetically, say a guy wanted to start a food truck. <laughs> <laughs> But do you still have a hookup on that? <laughs> do you have a route that you are going? <laughs> All right. This week in pop culture, July 21st, which is today, 1965. Hey, Springfield's in the news. What? Yeah, Springfield, what? Missouri. Wild Bill Hickok shot and killed Davis Tut in what is considered to be the first Western-style showdown. Yeah, there's uh, a big story with that. Yeah, July 21st, that was 1865. <laughs> it's not as magical as it sounds, boys no, and girls. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> they seldom are. Yeah. Uh, July 22nd, 1934. This was up your way, Kenny. Chicago, public uh, yeah. enemy number one, John Dillinger, was shot and killed by FBI agents. Yep. That was not a Western style shootout. No. <laughs> that was more of an ambush style shootout. That was a yeah, mob was. style. <laughs> that was a uh, FBI uh, shooting gallery. Yeah, that was something else, too. <laughs> uh, and then July 23rd, 1984, Vanessa Williams became the first Miss America to resign after nude photos of her taken years earlier appeared in Penthouse yeah. magazine. Going, this is a the theme with our show, the past will bite you in your ass. Yeah, we had it. Didn't we have the topic of this one time? No, we, we talked about uh, when she actually posed for Playboy and how that was an illegal magazine to own because there's uh, under 18 Tracy Lords in the magazine. Oh, yeah. But uh, no, the photos that she took originally uh, were sold to Penthouse by somebody who took the photos and had them in their possession, and that's what caused her to have to resign. Wow. 
Uh, July 21st. Today is National Junk Food Day. What's your favorite junk food? Favorite junk food? Yeah, I like Twinkies. Cheetos. Cheetos? Uh, specifically, uh, banana-flavored Twinkies. Banana-Twinkies? He likes the banana-Twinkies. Yeah, he does. <laughs> you, got, you got a bag full of banana-Twinkies over Cream-filled. there. Stuff Cream-filled. Cream-filled, yeah. <laughs> but you'd ask. Your favorite junk food? I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't eat a whole lot of sweets for the most part. Doesn't have to be sweet. Probably... Uh, just tortilla chips, man. I don't. <laughs> just <laughs> chips. Yeah, chips and salsa. Yeah. Sometimes I make some nachos. I make my own nachos. Yeah, I like you got some of that fajita beef on your nachos. No, we make our own. <laughs> throw those on the food truck. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it fit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. July twenty second tomorrow, National Hammock Day. That's not banana hammock day. That's just oh, hammock day. Oh, no, I'll stop listening. So go go get your junk food today. Lay in a hammock all you day can, tomorrow. You can lay in your hammock with your banana flavored. When's the last time you uh, would that make a it a banana hammock? I don't know. How long has it been since you've laid in a hammock? I don't know. Me? Yeah, yeah you probably were like probably most recent four or five days ago. Yeah, yeah that's what I was gonna <laughs> say. Yeah. No, this was a, just at a lady's just at a lady's house. She's got one in the backyard, and she was like, "Can you help me move this?" I'm like, "Nope, I'm taking a nap." And I just jump in it for fun, you know. And I end up moving it because it's in the way. But well, one of my buddies, uh, his parents lived uh, way outside of Ozark, and uh, we went there, and they had a hammock, and just for being stupid, I was like, oh, I've never really laid in one, you know, so I laid in it. I was like, I could almost fall asleep, and I did fall asleep. He woke me up like five hours later. He's like, <laughs> we need to go. I was like, do I fall asleep? He's like, yeah. Oh, I felt great, though, being out in the fresh air, and it's so quiet out in the country and stuff. I, it was nice. <laughs> yeah, that you should get out more. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I don't. I did when I was younger. I used to go out in the woods all the time, but got nowhere to go now. It's too hot right now. <laughs> oh yeah, fall, now spring and fall. That's the best time to just if you're gonna go out and camp or something. We get out. We go up to Stockton every other weekend and work on the CP and right. that's out in the middle of nowhere up there. So it's really nice, but it's hot. Like it was hot mm-hmm. the last time. Yeah. And uh, July 23rd, which is Monday this year, is National Vanilla Ice Cream Day. Vanilla Ice. No, not not Vanilla Ice. Vanilla Ice Cream Day. <laughs> oh, like, not not National Vanilla Ice Day. So no. Rob Van Winkle didn't get his own day. No, oh, not, not I yet. Had, I had Vanilla Ice Cream last night. Did you? Birthday party. Yep. There you go. Oh, like just I, I want something in there. Like well, well, there was a chocolate chip uh, cookie cake. Oh yeah, that sounds great. Yeah, we do chocolate chip. <laughs> you know, it is yeah. National Junk Food Day. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So <laughs> it all comes around. Uh, this week, taking a look at the convention circuit, we talked about there's a small gathering going on in San Diego this weekend. Yeah, Maybe you've heard of, of it. Uh, that's not the only one, though. The World Board Gaming Championship starts today, and it actually uh, yeah. runs through Sunday, July the 29th. So not tomorrow. It ends like eight days from now. Here we come, wow. shoots and ladders. Over 2,000 <laughs> players from around the globe will, de- will descend upon Seven Springs Mountain Resort in Champion, Pennsylvania. I wonder if they picked it because it's in Champion. Uh, it the resort's oh, shitty, yeah. but it's in Champion. So yeah. <laughs> That's a champion. Champion? No, it's Champion. Uh, champion Pennsylvania to play more than 150 different board games and crown a champion for each. What, do you win any money? Oh, I doubt it. Oh, I'd hope I so. I doubt it. What I the fuck would you go for, though? Just the bragging rights. You're the. I won. You I, are the 2018 Shoots and Ladders champion. I am the mousetrap champion. And everybody goes, so. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I got then, a, then I got a certificate. Say, you say, 
but I did one a quarter million dollars. And they're yeah. like, oh. No, thanks. yeah, there's no quarter million dollars involved yeah. in that. Now that I would be like, I was like, oh, well, you should have led with that. Because, uh, <laughs> you buried the lead there. <laughs> I know. I'm sure there's probably a little bit of money changing hands, but it's At probably more. Plaque, well, they got so. that. Yeah, I'm sure there's. Too, yeah, so. I'm sure there's something. Mousetrap champions. Most of the uh, money changing hand is the side bets going on. The clue, <laughs> on the the clue master. Yeah, and He's the gonna, sad thing is, you're probably right, Joey. I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> odds on it. Uh, somebody picking uh, yeah, the library with the candlestick. Hey, oh, I got Tommy over here. For- <laughs> yeah, I'll bet you there. Oh, you know, there's action on the side on that oh, shit. Yeah. You don't get to be competitive at a world class, even if it's a world-class board games. You don't get to be competitive at a world-class level without some money changing hands on that action. <laughs> It'd be weird enough to like go to that, but then have somebody <laughs> be like, hey, you want to get on this action? Be like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I'd be like, yes, I would. <laughs> yeah, yes, I do. <laughs> That's why I'm here. So if you're all playing Risk, right? <laughs> yeah. how long does it take? Or Monopoly? Yeah, With just the world's all, best yeah. Monopoly players? Yeah. That's why it takes... Eight fucking days to play the whole yeah, tournament. The game hasn't even ended. The first is there game skill in that? Just basically luck. Oh, I don't. I'm sure there's some skill, if, yeah. or somebody will at least how tell you, you their skill. I don't know what it is. How you blow your dice? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey now, suck it dry. If you play it all, let us know what you think are the top stories each and every week. If we use your suggestion, we'll give you a shout out on the show. You can tag us or tweet at us on Twitter at PGTC Podcast. Tag us or post to our wall at facebook.com slash podcast. Email us your suggestion at popgoestheemail at gmail.com or call and leave your suggestion at 417-986-7842. That's the hotline. And we just might might use your recorded comments in an upcoming episode. Links to all that and more on our website at www.pgtcpodcast.com. So, social media poll this week. We asked, what is the definitive summertime movie? Did you ever vote for yours? Somebody I don't did. Think I did. Somebody did. It was, a, it was a two-way tie for first and a two-way <laughs> tie for second. However, we had somebody uh, go in on the Facebook side and suggest uh, Stand By Me with the one additional vote. So, that took the number one spot. Nice. Thank you, whoever did that. Yes. Nice. I, well, I think I put it out there. Hey, somebody break this tie. And so, somebody went in there and was like, okay, I'll go with this one. Cool. Uh, so, second place was The Sandlot, which is celebrating its 20th, an- 25th JT. anniversary this year. I don't know. JT commented on something. He's a... Funko, yeah, Funko guys. I see yeah. him. I see him on there. Winters is like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I see him on there. So. Yeah, he's super nice. Yep. Uh, number three was a tie between Meatballs and Mamma Mia. So there was a tie at the top for the Sandlot, Stand by Me. Then a tie for Meatballs and Mamma Mia. <laughs> but if you add up all the comments we got, other one. This one. <laughs> there yeah. were more. There were more votes for something besides what we picked than there were for. There wasn't enough votes for one of these to yeah. be like this was the one that everybody wanted. But if you add them all, the other suggestions. Uh, yeah, we all got beat by other. Oh, that's all right. Some yeah, suggestions. Uh, Dustin over at Vintage Stock on Wednesday, uh, the Wednesday home of the Pop Goes Culture podcast, went with Dazed and Confused. Great choice. Uh, Jennifer at the Alamo Draft House. The Thursday home of the podcast uh, went with the low hanging fruit. She went with Jaws, yep. as did uh, at Wayne Wensky over on Twitter. Hey, at Wayne Wensky, he went with Jennifer. Good. Hey, whatever. <laughs> they, She's they, a nice they, lady. Uh, on Facebook, Tracy Tracy went with Grease. Oh, Tracy Tracy, good job. Nice. We know. Is that we a boy know or? Tracy Tracy. Dusty, yeah, Dusty and Jessica do. She's Jessica's friend. All right. Yeah, she's our. Uh, she works for our attorney. Oh, okay. 
Is she a nice person? You said. Mm-hmm. Oh well, yeah. good to go. Uh, back over on Twitter at Fanatic Retro, he's weighed in on a few of these. Uh, he went with Ernest goes to camp. Oh, good one. Which is one that doesn't immediately jump to mind, but when you no, think about it, you're like, oh yeah, yeah, it had massive popularity. Uh, at Bramley the Manly suggested the way way back, which is kind of a newer. Uh, it's only a couple years old. Uh, and at Scott loves Lucero over on Twitter went with Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Makes cool. him think of summer. And Spigooly. finally, at Princess underscore Lion 14. <laughs> That's a mouthful. Chose heavyweights. Uh, that means, again, when you add all those up, other beat out each and every one of our choices. So we're all losers this week, except for those of you who suggested on the poll. Thank we're you very much. We're all losers except our podcast because we got people actually <laughs> comment. We're all so. losers. They're not. Yeah. They picked the winning choice by yes. going with others. So Congratulations, y'all. I'd, we'd send you the trophy, but I don't know how you guys would divide that up. So so we'll just keep it here for safekeeping for you. Yeah. Uh, somebody, for next week's poll, somebody, Cinnamon, suggested, she suggested what's your favorite 80s toy. Uh, I'm going to take that a little further and say what is your favorite property based off of an 80s toy. So think about it in terms of the toys that you had in the 80s. You know, in the 80s they had regulations where you could uh basically sell make 30 minute long. You couldn't if you had a TV commercial for a toy, it had to fall under certain guidelines, but if you had a television show that was essentially a 30 minute commercial, it didn't fall under those guidelines, which is why in the 80s we had Transformers, Voltron, He-Man, you know, Masters, all this stuff, G.I. Joe, um, because of the way the, the standards and practices and the guidelines were uh, for the for the uh, television broadcasters. So, so if we go in the opposite order of the winners in the poll, uh, Odin and Kenny, whichever one of you wants to go first, what is your favorite property, 80s toy property. Who wants to go first between you the two go of you? First, Ted. Uh, well, if I'm going first, then it is hands down G.I. Joe for me. Hands down. I owned a shit ton of G.I. Joe toys when I was a kid. G.I. Joe for Kenny. So, Odin, you're up next. Um, I'm going to go Voltron. You're going with Voltron. Very nice. I love Voltron. I had all those, too. I would love to have all Dusty, I know what your answer is going to be. I th- no, I don't say I know it. I know what it should be if it, based on the volume of toys, what it would be. I got a guess, too, so we'll see. Let's you go ahead. First joke. I'm gonna, well, hey, here, we're going to write them down over here. <laughs> so here, here's... I'll hand you the pencil in a minute. We're probably going to write, sh- write down the same thing. We probably are, but I'm just going to go ahead and write what I think. I know what you're going to write, and you're wrong. Okay. He's probably writing the same thing, so... Kenny may get it. We'll find out. Did you both write the same thing? Yes. What's your answer? It's not Ninja Turtles. Okay, oh. what is it? He-Man. He-Man. Threw us for a loop. Yeah. Well, that's all right. Like I said, but I knew. Based on- I knew. I um, But you were right. I almost went with Ninja Turtles. Because you had a shitload of Ninja Turtles. But they were more... That was the 80s. Uh, that was a, almost 90 when they Get, really... Getting close, up. but it, yeah. I like the He-Man characters when he yeah. was little, that they kind of made them more... You know, more of the McFarland looking stuff. Yeah, yeah. There was I, we had we did have a lot of He-Man stuff too, though. Oh yeah, we did. He-Man. Castle Grayskull and all. Yeah, oh yeah, we had all that. I had a lot of figures, stuff. but I never had any of the. We had like the, the Bat- Castle Grayskull we had all the cats the... and the. A lot of the other characters. Remember the suction cup nipple guy, <laughs> the green dude with the <laughs> suction yeah. cup face. Yeah. Leech, I think was name. Yeah, he was like a like a dildo. You just stick him on your head. Yeah. <laughs> I well, still have. I don't know about all that. They had the one that stank. 
Uh, that wasn't the character's or? name, but that was, he like oh. he was yeah, like, he smelled a, like a skunk or something. Oh, that's yeah. Stinkor. Yes, they had uh, they had all kinds. I think of we had funky almost shit. everyone. Yeah, they had the guy that was like green water. Yeah. Well, and the problem was you ran into like at some point. See, that's why I think some of these we may have to stop and back up on because at some point they released Shira, oh, yeah, who was raised right. by the bad guys and then became good. And so I think the leech guy was actually a Shira toy. Oh, okay. Yeah, the, but it's it part of the horde. The, yeah, it's part of the horde. Part of the the He Man. It's, it's box, yeah, they're they're so. similar. Yeah, they're because Shira started off as a bad guy, bad girl, a yeah. villainous to He Man. So, uh, but yeah, she was raised by the bad guys, and so a lot of the cool bad guy figures are actually her from her set, not so much know. his. Uh, we had a bunch of different He Mans, and then we had the uh, the Skeletor where the chest spin like you'd hit the middle of and the it chest, looked like and battle it had, like, damage, one thing, yeah, and then you hit, hit it again. again yeah. It had like two spots yeah. in it, yeah, and then oh, I think yeah. three. I think it went up to three, and then it rolled back over to no damage. Yeah. Many faces and trap jaw were like two of my favorite ones. Yeah. Uh, the trap draw was the one that was like had the metal arm and then the metal jaw. Yeah, you know? he had the different attachments for his. Yeah, yeah. That's, they had the one with the big old neck. It looked like a bird man or some shit. I can't think of his name. They had mecha neck too. His neck extended. That's, yeah, the, that's the one I'm thinking beast, of. He was gray. We had the beast man too. Oh yeah, he was flocked. I think yeah. orange. And, yeah, beast. Well, yeah, he was he kind of orange colored. Mine like wasn't flocked. It was like I think they had some that were maybe not all of them. Yeah, he was a pretty cool character with his whip and. <laughs> Yeah. You'd always lose the <laughs> chest. Oh yeah, the, yeah, because yeah, because they're just plastic and they didn't ever stick to. Yeah, know. I'm pushing it on there and it keeps falling off. Yeah, you push <laughs> it, and you break it off. I mean, we like, did oh. have a ton of GI Joes too. We had. Oh yeah. Well, the thing about we had a ton. First, we had a ton of Star Wars figures, and GI yeah. Joe was close enough in size that yep. you could do this. You know, you could put them together. Joe. Yeah. So I guess I'm left kind of with the other biggie, which would be Transformers. Good one. You could have went Ninja Turtles. Like you said, I think that was more. I think it pushed it more nineties. Well, they did, but I think they started in the eighties. I know the comics started in the eighties, but the I ones think. that so they they did, and then they started making the the wind like the wind up ones, and I think that was like ninety. Probably was yeah. When they started making the ones where they had the weapons that would the spin hands around would rotate shit, real yeah. quickly, I yeah, think yeah. that was ninety. Might have been or ninety one when. It, so I'll go with Transformers then because once you get past those four, then it starts getting really obscure shit. You know, it's I like, like the Dinobots. Yeah, those were my favorite Transformers. What were the? Uh, there was a little these little figures. We had a ton of them. There was some battle, battle something or other. There were a bunch of animal-looking dudes. You remember those guys? Yeah, we had all kinds. Of, we had a, those things. We had all the all the shit. We had all the. We had a bunch of different kinds of all the different action figure lines. I forget what they were called. They were like battle. Yeah, I know you're talking battle about battle somethings. Yeah, they were only about this. There tall. were some that had like the little holographic-looking chest yeah. things, and yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. I forget what they were called. I, I do too. I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. I can't think of what it is either. Yeah. It seemed like they were in the 80s also. Yeah, Maybe they were. early 90s. But uh, I, think it was all, I think that was 80s. A lot, there's, there was a shitload of toys in the 80s. <laughs> a lot yeah, of action figures. I was going to say, because I didn't, once it got closer to the 90s, you'd have 90s I was driving, so I was out trying to go on dates and go do that, so I wasn't spending money on a whole lot of stuff. <laughs> Make a fajita run. Let's see, if I, <laughs> let's see if I can find what those were called. Yeah, go ahead. Look those up. Well, that will be the poll for this week. Those are our choices. And other is still an option. So if you don't like our choices, you can always uh, give us your choice in the comment section. Yeah, clearly a bunch of you are doing it. So keep it up. We yeah, love to hear from you. Yeah, <laughs> if you and if you know the names of some of these, and yeah, post pictures, post gifts, whatever. Battle beasts. Battle beasts. Yeah, there yeah. You go. here they are. Here they are. Right here. Well, then you can always. I mean, there was 
all kinds of little plastic figures that didn't do shit. There were some that were like little wrestlers, but they didn't actually move. They were just little... The, yeah, the little... The battle beasts. Yeah, I remember yeah. those. Yeah, that's what we, that's yeah. what we had. Go-bots. Yeah, the little... You're yeah. talking about the little pink guys? Yeah. Yeah. I don't even what know what they were called, but... I I was looking at them the other day. Somebody posted them. In. There's a guy I follow that's like toys from the 80s or something right. like that. And he posted them. I'm like, oh my God, I had tons of those. Do you guys know there's a toy convention going on in Springfield right now? It's like Rubicon. Rubicon or something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's the, like a the, bunch of '80s toys. There's some cosplay and stuff. And, huh. Yeah, I did. I did. I didn't know it was this weekend. Yeah, I thought it was weekend. next weekend. Hasbro, 1987, was the Battle Beasts. Yeah, I knew it was '80s. Yeah, my I, I, we were talking about deciding if we want to swing up there or not later today. Oh, I didn't know that was. I mean, like I said, I thought it was next weekend. No, it's this weekend. Reason. Yeah, this weekend. That's a, that'd actually probably be fun to go to. I know. That's what we might go by there later on tonight. How late's it up? Until uh, seven. Oh. Do you guys go? Yeah, if we if we head up there, I'll holler at you. All right. Uh, so that's the poll. It'll go live on Monday, July the twenty third, and it will end at noon Central Time on Friday, July twenty seventh. You can vote uh, again on Twitter, Facebook, email, or the hotline number. The link to all those we gave them to you once. You can go back, yeah, but so the please. link to them is all at our website www.pgtcpodcast. Please work our poll. <laughs> all right, <laughs> leave that hanging there. <laughs> Uh, this week coming up, we will be uh, at a GameStop at 10 a.m. on Tuesday, New Game Day. So Hang with Wild Man, Dustin. Oh, no, that's no, Wednesday. that's Wednesday. Yes, on Tuesday, you will. Yeah. <laughs> Tuesday, <laughs> see I'm Tuesday, Dusty will be there with us. Uh, can't we'll be, be wrong by saying that if it's a Tuesday or Wednesday. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we'll be doing our home entertainment show. We'll be talking about television, home video, uh, what else? Video games, just Sweating. whatever comes up. Joey will be getting attacked by June bugs. Yeah, again, dive bomb. <laughs> that uh, we start that show at ten o'clock on Tuesday at a GameStop at Glenstone and Battlefield. So if you're in the area, swing on by, say hi. If you're driving by at that time, just honk. We'll avoid the fire truck that goes by every Tuesday <laughs> at ten o'clock. Yeah, between ten and maybe 10:30. they got like a like a, a training, uh, like a training something they'd run they every do. week. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It happens they every get week. To firehouse. Subs. I don't know. I've noticed up there though. You hear a lot more fire engine activity. I don't know if it's because of the route they're on or something. Or so I don't know what the deal is. I don't know. But now I'm also noticing that like five fire trucks respond to everything. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. <laughs> on uh, Wednesday, we'll be at Vintage Stock, the Wednesday home of the Pop Goes Culture Podcast. Yep. Doing the comics and collectibles show from Vintage Stock. Uh, it's also New Comic Book Day. So, again, if you're picking up comics, if you're picking up collectibles, if you want to come play with the Infinity Gauntlet, whatever the case might be, we'll be starting that show right around 10 o'clock when they open the doors. You flip the bird to people <laughs> with the, yeah. Infinity, the Gauntlet. Infinity Gauntlet. I am regretting that I didn't do the thumbs up. I thought about that after we left. I was like, <laughs> hey, oh, that I thought you were going to pinch your fucking nipple or something. <laughs> yeah. didn't do that would have been even cooler. See? How you see? <laughs> Dusty, if you'd come out to these things, we'd <laughs> yeah. have these ideas. We'd have nipples getting pinched. Uh, so we'll be there on Wednesday during the Comics Collectible Show. Thursday, we'll be back out at the Alamo Draft House. We'll be in the back lot starting that show up at 11 when they open. So if you've got an early lunch or you got the day off, you're looking to start drinking early, whatever the case <laughs> might be, come on out to the back lot. Listen uh, to the show, you may start drinking. You drinking early. That's normal. <laughs> if you start drinking at a normal time for Dusty. What time, 11 o'clock? Uh, you don't early. put Bailey's in your in. coffee before you go out the start of your day? <laughs> no. Yeah, you're missing out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll be at the Alamo Draft House in the back lot at 11 on Thursday, talking with Jennifer uh, about what they got coming up and what's new at the box office. They've always got stuff going yeah, on. Yeah, they do. They got Christmas coming up next week. Yeah. Ding, 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 ding. 
And Saturday will be, I don't know, I'm going to say this. Part of the show Saturday will be recorded from the home studio here. So we'll be talking pop culture, telling stories, taking comments, and whatever. Dusty may have a lead on something, though, for next Saturday. So we yeah, may, part good. of the show may not be from the home studio. You'll find out when you listen to next Saturday's show, I guess, to find out where we were. And hopefully yeah. I'll find out after this recording. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we're we're going to talk, talk about is. it before we get into that. Uh, but be sure to subscribe to the Pop Goes Culture podcast on your podcast player of choice so you'll know when those new episodes are available. Let's talk about the shit we got coming up because we are going to be, if you've ever wanted, if you're local-ish and you've ever wanted to be a part of the show, man, we got all kinds of opportunities for you. Dusty has lined up some it, VR hookers for next this, weekend. Before we get into the up-and-comings, are we not going to touch on the local tragedy slash extremely avoidable disaster. That <laughs> we can. The other it, day. I don't know if our local. I guess. I guess it is a national story, maybe international. It, ha, it did made. It did make national news. The president's I'm tweeting sure about it. Do you want to talk about politics? No. <laughs> just, so, so so yeah. So talk about it a little bit. We had uh, so so, here, here, so what was it? it was Thursday night because we were at. Uh, Monks, which we'll talk about in a little bit, mm-hmm. about 4.30 local time, 4.30 central time, everybody's phone started blowing up about massive storm front coming through, be paying attention, get your shit together. Yep. Uh, and we saw the, some, of the, some of the early parts of the rounds of the storm and stuff coming through, and that was in downtown Springfield on Saturday, or on Thursday evening, excuse yep. me. We lost power for six hours. Yeah, I know a lot of people did, a couple thousand, I think. 20,000 homes. There was yeah. a lot of limb damage. Yeah, there yeah. was a lot of limbs hitting the lines and knocking them down. Um, when we were here at our house later that evening, around six or so, we had we were like, God, there's a ton of wind. We've got a little weather station out here in our backyard, and it's pretty accurate. I mean, we've gone through the testing of it, make sure it works. And the we got steady 20-mile-an-hour winds. It looked like a lot worse than that, but wind always does, yeah. you know. So we're like, 20-mile-an-hour winds, surely it feels like it's bigger than that. But then, you know, throughout the evening, the weather guy pops on, and he's talking about up high in the atmosphere. They're clocking 100-mile-an-hour winds. He said, and now that's not at the surface, but yeah. a good 70 or 80% of that, so 70 to 80-mile-an-hour wind bursts in locations be paying attention that evening. Uh, well, do you want to talk about it since you brought it up? Kind of what? what well, I was just gonna. How many of us have actually rode on the ducks? Uh, I have. I've drove one. I've uh, not be, because I've had no reason. To. I, thought, <laughs> I thought that you were no, with haven't. me one time when we were little, and you were on the ducks. No, I've never ridden the ducks. I've ridden them several and times. The ducks, for those who don't know, are these amphibious vehicles. They were made the for the military, military World War vehicles. II originally. They uh, they have wheels. It's like a boat with four wheels and a steering wheel, basically. Yep. So it's a what do they call them? Um, Amphibious, semi-aquatic, yeah, uh, military <laughs> vehicle, right? That holds you know like thirty people. Yeah, and they've had them in the Branson, Missouri, on the lakes down here. They've had them for decades because I mean, yeah. and here's what I couldn't figure out. So I was I As watched all vehicles. the live video of these things, and Oops, sorry. when did they put tops on them? Yeah, well, they've always had a top. They, when we when rode, we were, when I rode them, yeah, there was always, no top. There was never a top. Really, I always remember them having a top. I never knew they had windows because why would you close yourself in if you're out on the lake? Yeah, I've never had windows. I've rode in some that had tops and some that didn't. Yeah, the so. one I was in, the, we got in it, no top. It never had a top on it. So yeah. as a kid, I'm thinking, you know, there, there just wasn't a top. You just didn't ride them if it's pouring down rain. Yeah. Know? Right, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, one of these got caught out on one of the lakes. There were actually two of them that were out on the lake. One of them ended up uh, going down. 31 people aboard, uh, 14 survivors. The other 17 were either killed or 
presumed dead because they can't, have recovered the bodies. As a, like I knew yep. a few of them were in critical condition in the hospital. Yeah, and it was some up of them to were, 20 as of yesterday evening. So uh, tragedy. At one point I saw that like nine of the victims were from a family. As you do, they were on vacation together. The youngest, I think, was one-year-old. Yeah. The youngest victim, the oldest, was like 70. Nine people from a single family, you know, like cousins and aunts and uncles and brothers and sisters. <laughs> and a whole and family basically wiped out. That's, ugh. Yeah. But to Dusty's point, I think where you were going with this, as you brought it up, is that it just, there was plenty of warning. I mean, we had sirens going off in town, and I saw on social media, Facebook, some people were bitching about, why are they got the sirens going off? There's no tornadoes. And other people were saying, um, when the straight-line winds are doing that kind of damage, yeah, they so always when, turn on the sirens. So yeah. when the wind reaches a certain mile yeah, per hour, 50 or 60, I think. the yeah. sirens sound, because... Right. What's called it's called duratio winds or whatever, which is like straight line winds. Yeah, I know that's just. Yeah. But a duratio is super uh, torn, tornadic wind strength. I guess right. is what you'd call it. You know. Yeah. So they sound the siren. There's yep. no twister per se, right. but they're going to set the siren off. So get the fuck out of the street because you can get hit with debris. <laughs> right. You know yeah. that's shit's that's flying the whole, through the air. Exactly. Chairs are blown out of people's patios and. The little tents that they have over their picnic tables are taking off and becoming projectiles. Yep. Trampolines are flying around. Pretty, I bet it got up to sixty at our house. So we had dumpsters. So. Yeah, I mean, just yeah. Well, yeah. well, watching the radar, there was like an opening that opened up and went right around. It went right around our house. I mean, it's like we didn't get the worst. We of got it. some really hot, strong winds at our house. Yeah. People's BFI dumpsters were. Oh yeah, this going up the street. Yep. Not, and it's, and it's, a, yeah. it's a downhill. It goes yeah. downhill, but they were going up. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So yeah. it was pretty strong. Uh, yeah, I mean, but so, back to the point. Yeah, that people were talking about who do you blame on it, and you know that's. It's, well, technically, here's here's my theory. There's really no one to blame. I, I at first I thought, you know, they had plenty of time to heed this warning of strong winds, or you know, and right. and get back. Then I got to thinking of how hard it actually is to get back. And if you have been driving these ducks for a while and have probably been out in something like this before and it came out okay, the you know, he probably took and I watched the videos that people right. were filming from the showboat, which was really close to there. Right. And and he he drove that thing exactly the way per, he should have. He should have. Mm-hmm. Like he has done this before and he's been out there in those waves and he was hitting those waves as perfect. The well, way he needed to hit. And it's important to note, too, there were two boats out. One made it back, one didn't. Right. So, I mean, yeah. And that could just be the difference in It could be how the, which much, wave hit when. Or, yeah. Well, the, the waves are stronger in the wider areas on the lake right. when there's strong winds. And if it's white capping, yep. dude, it's dangerous. No yep. matter what boat you have, if it's the a freaking jet boat or just a little bitty John boat, it doesn't matter. Those, It's... If you get up there to the white six <laughs> yeah. six foot white caps, yeah, you're gonna you're we'll gonna sink. sink. Something. Yeah, you're just going to. Yeah. And I, I at first I thought, man, they had enough time to get that boat off the water. But then I got to thinking, those things don't actually go that fast. No, they don't. Yeah. And if they're trying to go against the winds, sixty. Yeah. If you got sixty mile an hour winds blowing these things, which just driving the van, I'll tell you, down the highway, yep. when it's 10 miles an hour, the van is a rocket. And if yep. you're going into against a headwind, you know you're driving into a headwind. You can feel <clears> it. But then I have another mixed feeling. 
Why didn't those people have their life vests on? Well, it wouldn't matter. Ha- yes, part it of the, does well, matter. That's part of the thing they talked about was that even if they had been wearing the, if they'd been wearing life vests, what would have happened is they'd all been pinned up against the ceiling because they got a roof on them now. They, I, I get that, but the ones that survived had their life vests on. No, the ones that survived did not have life vests on. I thought they did. No, nope, they did not. Nobody had a life vest on. Yeah, but they, part they, of the question that they're looking into is: Did the duck even have enough life vest for every person that was on? Because because, because you, you have multiple agencies that have standards and what they're required to do about stuff. They're required to have a certain number aboard. People are not required to wear them, and it's if you're hazy under a whether certain or not age on the water in Missouri. You have to have a life vest on. Like if we go out bow fishing and Chris's son goes with right. us, he has to wear his life vest. Right. It's just Missouri law. Right. The Water Patrol yeah, enforces. Yeah, because we have so many kids that have drowned yeah. over the years. Yeah. So you. But, be, but the thing is, because of the way these things are regulated, because they're not strictly aquatic vessels, there is a loophole. A there's there's places where those. Yeah. There's places where the statutes and the the laws are. Moving so forward, this is accident business. They'll, oh, I, they'll be, I promise you, there will be changes that are made. Yeah. yeah. Well, this is accident number three. As I say, these happen. You see, it feels duck. like they happen more frequently than that. Yeah, it feels the, like you hear about them every so summer. So Ripley, believe here, it or not, but, owns the ducks. Right. right. And I, I do think that they need to be shut down. It's it's not. If you take if you're taking an attraction. And you, let's just say this has happened once in 10 years. I right. get that. Yeah, but shit happens to everybody. It seems yeah. like it's been like three times in the last five years with an accident on the ducks. It's time to shut it down. Yeah, it feels like they happen more frequently. I was surprised when I was looking into it a little bit more that there weren't that many, but I guess this is because they've been all fairly recently. I think it has to do with the fact that the age of these vehicles at some point doesn't matter what you have, what they're made out of. If shit gets old, it gets brittle, it gets cracked, it gets old, whatever. Yeah, it feels like um, it's it feels like it's been more frequent, and it's not all around here. We talk about accidents. People are like I, I the first I've heard of it. No, it's it, but like it, it was a couple years ago. I think it was in Pennsylvania. There was a couple years ago. There was somewhere else. Like it, it's they have these things all over the place. Wherever there's water, they have these things. So yeah, yeah. every major lake. Yeah, except, they're not well like one lake in yeah, yeah. they don't have it up in like Palm de Terre right. or like Stockton right or something that. But yeah, yeah. They they it's not in, the high tourist areas. It's not uncommon for these things to have, and, and every time they have it an issue we have that that same conversation happens is you know why are these things still out and being used and yeah we twice i've gone that there was a storm right and one they were like no there's supposed to be something on its way so we shut everything down and they're trying to get the ones that are out now so that was okay but one we were out on the lake and uh he got a call and we went over he 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 knew where like every dock little was cove and every and, yeah. little yeah every cove and everything. So we actually went off our course. So it, it took us forever to get back. Yeah, to the because thing. yeah, they don't go that fast yeah. and against the wind. And, yeah. So, but I mean, we were it was coming up as we were almost there, and then it was the waves were like pushing us up onto right. the you know the little ramp thing. So this, we this, the question still remains: Is that if there is a chance for some storms to come up because the whole day the whole day i was out right mowing okay and i knew it felt stormy all day yeah I, there was a chance of storms later that night yep okay i knew that so i rush around I, and me mowing i'm like i need to get done you know before this ever happens right. so i plan my day around i could possibly get soaked later 
or because there's storms coming in. Yeah, but so you got 30 people paying. How that's, that's the thing. That's, that's the thing. Yeah. Comes right down to there. A dollar. Yeah, it yeah. does. It's what it all comes down to. Is and that, that's they weren't going to turn the away the bad money. reasoning behind yeah. all of it. If it's if it has to do with ticket sales over, it is. I'm sure. Uh, you know, over safety. Yeah. Safety. Yeah. It's always ticket sales. Yep. Yeah, and something like that. You could. They could have been like, "Hey, look." We got storms coming. We, Do you we guys want to go? Yeah. yeah, it's like, well, even that would be like, look, Branson, there's tons of stuff to do. We'd hate to lose your business, but hey, this Here's should blow over in a couple hours. Here's some vouchers for somewhere else. Right. You know, we, they, they, back, yeah. All those businesses have connections. And if they, they probably got like, look, guys, there's some storms coming in within the next hour or so. Here's some... Uh, vouchers to go eat over here at the well Ripley's owns it and Ripley's has an attraction there so yeah, I'm exactly. sure it's hey yeah. go down to the Ripley's here's some free and you'll get shitty people but they, all they had to be like look it's your life we do not want to take a chance of getting well and I imagine that's going to be what they do going forward yeah. it's just it's sad that we, got, we had that, to do this first I don't think yeah. the ducks are going to go forward because this is do. not the first Branson instance. So. I bet they depends do, on the lawsuits I mean if yeah. we're talking well, there will be there will be dollars then they probably will have to shut down so. I don't know. Ripley's has got a lot of money. Yeah, they got a lot of places. I mean, and, and they and they've got insurance too. I'm sure. And they've got another hundred years of boat tours to take people out on. Yeah, so. exactly. And, that, and that's why you have insurance for that shit too. Yeah, and yeah it's it'll uh, be slow for a while because people get nervous. Right, know, they won't want to be out on it. Or you'll, you know, you, we say that. I think it'll be slow for the tourists coming in. I think a lot of the locals that support local stuff they'll go out there just to be like yeah we still support our local businesses and yeah the one thing i did and i thought was really neat was the people that were driving by that night and noticing the cars, the cars still in the, the lot people that yeah. passed away and they were putting flowers on the cars and stuff i was like you know what that makes me go thank you people yeah thank you for reminding me that there are good people out there that care about complete strangers yeah and did something that nice you know I think that's nice. Anyway. If the business keeps going, there should be some redesigns. Like, well, that's the thing. If they're going to remake, I don't think they will make new amphibious vehicles. That's part of the problem is that they're using old vehicles because they're not. They don't make. If, a lot even of if you just redesigned it to where the top can come off in one fucking second, like one button shoots the top off. Or if the top, I don't know what the tops are made of. If it's canvas, put a zipper see, down what, the middle of it. And just see, I don't think canvas. it, I don't yeah. know. Somebody said that they were welded on. Really? That the tops were welded on those. But I, when I went on the ducks, there, there was were no, no top. Tops. Yeah. yeah. Just well, that was part of it. You were out in the sun, and then yeah. you're out on the water. And yeah. yeah, there was yeah. no tops on them. And well, I, that's what I like, couldn't figure like, out. I was like, yeah. since when did they change the design of the ducks to have a top on it? Because that's it's a boat. Yeah. You don't put a top on a boat. Because... Fancy people don't like to get yeah. their sunburned. There's on tops on them. boats. Put your sunscreen on. There's yeah. yacht, they have, yachts. They yachts have, have can, tops. They have canopies <laughs> and, and stuff, yeah. you know, like that, like yeah. ones that can come down. You can just like pop it up in two seconds or pop right. it back down. And if that thing was just one of those canopy tops that could just pop up and down, yeah, we wouldn't like be having this conversation yeah. Yeah. right now because that thing could have just came off. Well, there would still, out. well, yeah, there still would have been, yeah. The really young and the really old still, yeah, are the ones that can't swim well or. Right. But in, in that situation, though, if they've got enough life preservers on the boat for everybody, and if they've got a top that opens up, then you have a better chance of getting exactly. more survivors. Yeah, out. you yeah. double your chance of uh, living with a life vest on and being able to just jump right off of that boat. Yeah, just letting the life even just, though, even, even if you can't swim, waves. just let the life life preserver yeah, pull I, you I up. I know no, the have a question though. The, did you? I guess it's the video where they were showing where it's going. Yeah, yeah, going. And wasn't there like a dock right there? 
Could they not have just went over to the dock? I don't know. The there dock? was a dock. I don't well, know. They were, the people were filming it. They from were on up. the showboat. The showboat. Yeah, they were on another the boat. The big showboat was yeah. actually out oh, on the water that's what also. It was. Yeah. The ducks were coming by the showboat, yeah. which oh, people okay. can stand outside. I couldn't of. tell what it was. Yeah, they, they were on another ship, yeah. And I've bow fished around the showboat before. Oh, yeah. That, and it was docked. That when I initially thought that, I'm, and they said that they were videoing from the showboat, I'm like, they were close. They were to close the bank. enough to get. Yeah, they could have. Yeah, no. Yeah, but it was it. out. But then I realized the showboat was, showboat out was in, actually yeah. on the lake yeah. also. Uh, and yeah. that thing wasn't going. It looked dead in the water. It yeah. was moving, but it wasn't it, going anywhere. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Crazy bad, stuff. bad situation. Yep. All right. Well, let's talk about. Anyway, what we got. twenty minutes into that, <laughs> <laughs> talk about what we got coming up in the next month or so. Dusty is lining up some VR hookers for next weekend. Right? No. Is that the story I got? <laughs> No, what were you telling me then? Uh, there was doing? no hookers. Well, I thought anything we did with VR involved VR hookers, especially well, we if you were know. putting we might, it together. We might, the guy has a, maybe has another <laughs> he, program. He has it. Totally, he's got one he keeps back <laughs> real quiet, like for yeah, people to ask. You got to ask. Jessica's the one that came up with this. I guess he was looking for, I don't know his last name, Chris something. He owns a local business in Rogersville. It's not quite open yet, but it's going to be like, it's the VR experience where you put. I think you put some sort of a... You put the goggles on. You put the goggles on. Like maybe some boots or something yeah. that have like... So you walk in place and you actually have to physically walk to move your character. Oh, and, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, no, they have these at other places. You put on the VR goggles and you have some sort of... Usually a weapon because usually there's some sort of a fighting theme Did involved. I tell you the price point? No, you haven't. But I know they're not. In it. I know they're not cheap. <laughs> so they have two versions, right? They have a sh- they have like a eight minute and then like a longer. No, I mean to buy the, act, the to buy the setup. Like he's gonna he oh. actually is oh, selling the product. Oh, so I thought he was just running like a theme. He thing. It, he is to demo the, the product to demo. The okay, product. I thought it was just the theme thing. So the whole setup, the the high end setup, right. eleven thousand dollars. Yeah, the the cheap one, the yeah. cheaper one, three thousand. Yeah. So this I'm, has got... Well, I'm really intrigued on how... You know, I want to see the $11,000 version. Oh, of yeah. If it's awesome, like, it looks like me and you are sitting here talking. Well, that's how they do these is that you put it... You know, depending on which program you run, you, you put the goggles on, then you have usually some sort of a weapon, and usually there's, like, some kind of a harness, too. And then if there's two people going, the other guy has his on, you can look over. And, if, for example, if you're both stormtroopers, you look over the other guy, you see... You see a stormtrooper, and if you wave, because they've got the old gloves and stuff, you know. Then in the when I'm looking over here, I see a stormtrooper waving at me, and you can hear each other talking and stuff. And <laughs> but <laughs> but the way that the, the area they put these in, because basically they're feeding you this program through the goggles, so you're moving around, but you're moving around in a tiny area, but it feels like you're on a star destroyer because you're constantly, you know, depending on which version you get. Like I said, there's usually like a like an eight minute version and like a twelve minute version of the program that'll oh, run, wow. and, and you're you know shoot. Down, you know, rebels as they're coming on or whatever. And stuff. And, yeah. So anyway, he's inviting podcasters out to talk about his product. He wants them to come out, you know, or radio or anybody. But yeah, yeah he just want, he wants us. to be known, and he's having a soft opening, I guess. That's so he's. I'm going to try to line that up so next Saturday we can all go out. And yeah, we'll record the show, kind of like we did with the axe throwing. We'll record the show somewhere, and then we'll record a piece, interview him, and then get some audio and video of us using demoing the product. And that'd be cool. So how do we get the, how do we get the, like, what you can see? How are we going to get that? Oh, I don't know that we can unless he sends it to us somehow. He would have to have something in his program that allows him to record that. I would like to see if we could, if he has the capability of recording, like, 
what you're one of us seeing. inside of it. What it right? Because like. we can get camera video or any kind of video camera video of uh, of of you in the suit and Odin in the suit looking in at each other and walking around acting like you're shooting. But yeah, I don't know if he has any way of showing us from your perspective or, or if it's got a screen for people to watch outside. I'm sure there's something. Yeah. So yeah, we'll have to we'll have to find out. We'll have to see what he's got available for us. Because it'd be cool if we could get some recorded video of both of versions, like you're filming. Put it me. side by side. Yeah, you're filming me, and then you you're and then the other one is what I'm if, seeing. If he's so. trying to sell the setup, then you would think he would have thought of that too, and it would have I'm yeah. sure on a monitor. Here's what you are, and here's what you're seeing. Eleven thousand dollars. I'm sure he's you got think this. We'll find out. Yeah, we will find out. And then Dusty's going to see if he's got the hooker program too, right? Yeah, we will ask. <laughs> oh, I bet you will. VR hookers. And um, he probably see. he probably knows who I am. I mean, Rochester's not that big a town, and I we pretty much know about everybody in there. <laughs> you think that, but then every once in a while you realize you don't. You know, the towns are smaller than you think, and bigger than you think. You're at the like, same time. yeah, Dusty Stafford. He's like, oh yeah, you're the one into that dirty shit. Well, no, he <laughs> came, into, the VR he came into Jessica's work and actually approached her and knew she was on the show of culture. Yeah. Oh. So he came. Looking for her, yeah. if we would be interested in coming out there. Yeah, cool. We'll be interested to take it for a spin. I know you guys like VR hookers, and I can hook you up. <laughs> like, I've got so, the program for you. Yeah. So I've got some black market programs. <laughs> yep. We get the ones that you keep behind the desk <laughs> underneath the counter. We got the uh, mature audience programming, and then we got the... Yeah, we do the stuff. Dust like, all right, guys. Go, go ahead and get on out of here. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and hang out and talk to him for a little bit. <laughs> I'll, guys... just catch, I'll just catch back up to you guys at the house later. Yeah. <laughs> so VR Hookers possibly next weekend, which would be our Saturday the 28th show. And right. then the following week, uh, we have our now. We can officially announce it. I put something on uh, the social media, but we'll announce it here for the first time on the podcast. We are in residency at the Gypsy Lounge, which is the upstairs bar at Monk's Social Club in downtown Springfield. Uh, Monk's is at 504 West College Street. If you go in and you head upstairs starting Friday, the August the 3rd, every Friday night beginning at 8.30 p.m., we are recording our weekend podcast episode. So we won't and be And Odin's here. having a soft opening with his banana hammock. Wait, yes. what? <laughs> <laughs> it had, yeah, anyway, yeah, we'll stop. And, we'll just and if you're there. local and you're wondering where that is, it's like a couple hundred feet west of okay. the Hollywood theaters. Yep. So we are literally caddy corner, like yep. across the corner. So we will be uh, in the Gypsy Lounge. The show is going to start eight thirty on Friday nights. It'll run till around ten or so, uh, and then we'll hang out afterwards as well and talk to people if anybody comes in and wants to say hi. So come They're on, like, up. no. <laughs> if you haven't seen the uh, Gypsy Lounge, it's pretty cool. We were up there yeah. on Thursday when we were talking with them. So yeah, last time I saw it, it was a strip club up there, and it might still be by the time we're done with it. Maybe <laughs> Friday <laughs> nights. Oh, so yeah. if anybody ever went to the After Dark bar that was there that Matt ran, then uh, you know where it's at. That is it. I've been to the After Hours clubs downtown, and usually there's a bunch of ravers in there. Yeah, this one, from what I understand, the normal walk-in traffic they get is, uh, you know, well, they have the first, every Friday in Springfield, the first Friday of every month, sorry, uh, they have the art walk. It's all out of, you know, all the businesses and stuff. It's kind of the showcase from Walnut Street all the way to downtown to the square and even a little bit beyond. So there'll be just a lot of foot traffic the, every, the first Friday of every month. And then, you know, we are starting on the first Friday in August. So 
we absolutely want any of our local listeners, any fans, friends, family members, whatever, that want to show up, to, especially that first show, to help us kick it off uh, would be fantastic. And then there'll be a lot of walk-through traffic, like we said. And, uh, and we are lining up some different things and some special things for that. We are going to try to do some, uh, for those who want to, to volunteer, uh, some audience participation things on some of those shows. Yeah, we're trying to figure out some stuff, make it fun for you. Absolutely. We want you to, we want you to have a good time when you come out and see us. Um, and tickle we're pink. Yeah, well, if that <laughs> it, tickle your, <laughs> whatever. Tickle your pink or tickle you pink. <laughs> yes. <Whatever> you <laughs> it used to be a strip club, right? Yeah. So uh That's a, we need to make a new name. We need to open a strip club called Tickle You Pink. <laughs> <laughs> that just needs to be the tagline of the Pop pink. Goes the Culture. We got the pink stuff, so pink's one of our colors. We'll just make that Pop Goes the Culture. Tickle your pink. <laughs> That'll be our tagline. Uh, there you go. Uh, so come on out and see Pop us on those. Tickle pink. We're uh Working again, not going to jinx anything. We're working on some special guests possibly to come join us out there as well. So uh, we're going to have a good time. We're going to have fun, whether anybody else shows up or not. So. Yeah, <laughs> the four or five of us. How many? Shows we're going to have a great. Or? We're going to have a great time. Uh, hopefully, some <laughs> folks will show up and have a good time with us as well. Uh, Saturday, that following Saturday, August the fourth. Dusty, you want to talk about what we're doing on Saturday, August the fourth, out at Skateland? I don't know what we're doing out there. <laughs> well, in theory, in theory, what are we doing on Saturday, August the 4th out of Skateland? You want to tell us what, in theory, we're going to be doing? Skating? I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> You're not. So. No. Uh, Odin, are you skating? I'm not allowed. Oh, yeah, he's, he's not allowed. allowed. He's not old enough. Uh, it is, I was speaking to that, it's 18 and older. It's an adult uh, beach themed party out at Skateland. It's an adult skate only, so you can leave the kids at home. You have to leave the kids somewhere. Might yeah. as well leave them at home. Uh, <laughs> and uh, at a stranger. So come on out, wear your summer attire. You have to be dress code appropriate. No, no bikinis, no banana hammocks, no speedos. Uh, but the, you can come out and skate to with ad- other adults to your favorite summertime songs. So we'll be thinking like Beach Boys and anything else you can think of that feels like summertime songs. We they will be we will be taking requests. So if there's a song that screams summertime to you, maybe like I don't know. Summertime, yeah, <laughs> that would summer, be a good summer, one. Summertime, you can come on out and skate and have a good time. We are going to be throwing in segments from the podcast that throughout the evening as well. Hopefully. Again, this is in theory. <laughs> we uh, have to just finalize some of that stuff. Uh, that starts at nine thirty p.m. on Saturday, August the fourth. Runs till eleven thirty. You don't have to stay for the whole time. Uh, it's five dollars. So that'll get you skate rentals. If you have your own skates, it's still five bucks to get in. So that one has a cover charge. Uh, out at Monks, it's just. You just pay for your drinks. So either one of those nice. adult-type programming. And we'll be out there having a good time on Saturday, August the 18th. So a couple I'm weeks I'm later. I'm sure Monks is going to be more mature audience Monks will content. be a lot. Tent. Monks will be, yeah. It's it's for adults. I mean, it's a, it's a bar. So, <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's going to be adult. It's going to be our normal weekend show just on a Friday night instead of on a Saturday. Are you padding Wonder Woman's titties? What? <laughs> I don't know what's going on back here. Is that not Wonder Woman on that? Yeah, it's a Wonder Woman right blanket. There. Yeah, it's yeah. The, he, the girls he, brought it out here one time and just left who it. Did? The girls, they come out here and play uh, console oh. video games and stuff. I see. I was just, I was, seeing, I thought he was rubbing her boobies over there. <laughs> oh, <me? laughs> Might have been. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, the it's soft. So yeah, sure, <laughs> feel it sure, yeah, it sure is. <laughs> sure, <laughs> yeah, okay. Kind of firm in spots. <laughs> yeah, I got this raised spot here. 
ties. Get the little tassels on Booby it. tassels. Yeah, I like yeah. tassel with those. <laughs> on Saturday, August the 18th, we're going to be out at the Library Center at 4653 South Campbell in Springfield next to uh, Sam's Wholesale Club. That is the Library Con <laughs> event. Uh, runs get you from, nacho cheese. <laughs> runs from t- <laughs> get you a slice of pizza and a hot dog and come on over. It uh, runs from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. Library Con. Uh, a lot of local businesses and vendors will be there. There's going to be uh, the crew from Metagames is going to be running games, tabletop games in one of the rooms. Uh, we know some folks. Comic The Comic Cave is going to be out there. There's going to be yeah. comic book writers and artists. Uh Programming for all ages. There's going to be stuff going on in, for the kids in the kids section. There's going to be cosplayers taking photos. They're going to have like a whole photo area set up, so nice. you can come get your photos taken with whatever they're dressed up as. Slutty uh, Wonder Woman uh, at the library. I'm going to guess <laughs> you're about half right. <laughs> oh. Well, if it's hot, just well, we're going to be inside the building. So oh, okay. in the library. I was say 100 degrees out. You see some scampy costumes. Yeah, uh, when we went took the kids trick or treating like a couple years ago, and uh, like on. There's a street up by us that, like, for 10 blocks in a square area, everybody hits that spot. Yeah. So they have thousands of people come through there. And, like, everybody, most of the adults, I'd say 95% of the adults did not dress up. Right. It It was the kids. But of the ones that did dress up, you know, they had, like, I think there was a hillbilly, you know, so he had his overalls and blah, blah, and some, you know, some custom. And then there was a, a mom that, was very proud of her body. And <laughs> were you proud of it too? Clearly she worked out a lot, so she's in good shape. And clearly her boobs were not her own. And <laughs> she wanted to uh, show what she paid for. She wanted to make sure that six grand was, you know, on display. You got it. On display. If you got it, flaunt. Yeah. It almost looked like two dishes were supporting them. That's about the coverage she had for that. And then the her Wonder Woman underwear was like almost a thong. And it's like, really? Here? It's like <laughs> There is a time and place for that. Maybe yeah. not out with all the kids. Maybe I, it's like granted yeah, all the dads were stumbling con. over themselves, <laughs> but I was like, seriously, this is you know this is for the kids. Right. Don't it's wear a family your friendly slutty yeah. wonder woman. Well they Dude. have like ad- uh, adult adult stuff. Halloween. Absolutely. And that's uh, the perfect place to wear you that. You know, shit. like yeah. bars and stuff like yeah. that. We need to talk to those guys, too. We need to get back in there and talk to Jeff about if we could do a Halloween show, if we could do a New Year's Eve show. Some of that stuff would be fun. I don't know why he's got booked up there. I don't know. Because if we had a Halloween show and told people to dress up in your costumes, make it a little later, so go home, get the kids to bed. Only problem is Halloween's like on a Tuesday or some shit this year. Or Wednesday. It's Wednesday because we talked about it. It's new comic book day. Yeah. I don't know. It depends on how good of a show we do. Maybe maybe the Friday. Yeah, maybe the Friday Friday before Halloween, maybe we do a – Costume Usually contest. everybody's got their costumes already picked out by then before yeah. Halloween. Maybe anyways. yeah, maybe that Friday before is a costume party for yeah. the recording. They do that. I know that'd be fun. I know all those bars are packed to the rafters on Halloween. So yes, we just are. we need some Pop Goes the Culture shirts that just say costume on them. <laughs> They're just go. the word costume. <laughs> yeah, yeah. One like, of the you guys times dressed up. I'm like, this is my costume. This one of the times right. a few years back, the wife was like, "Let's go out. I want to go out for Halloween." It's like, all right. So we just just me and her went and. Uh, we were with some of my other buddies, but uh, we were standing in line for one of the bars, and some super cute girl dressed as poison ivy, which meant she had vines with some leaves wrapped around her right. body, and that's all she had on. She's like, I was so cold. She come up and hugged me, and she's like, oh, God, you're so warm. I'm like, uh. <laughs> I was like, I don't know you. My wife's like burning a hole through. I'm like, I'm not doing this. 
I was like, she's like, oh, you're so nice for letting me. You know, I was like, no. Let me repay like, you. Uh, <laughs> Dear so, Penthouse, I, was like, I never oh, thought it would happen to me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I have heard about that for years. <laughs> so you, you haven't been out on a Halloween night no. since? So, you know? a, so there's a difference in wives. Because <laughs> yours mine, would have been in there like, here, let me help you. Yeah. Like, can I get? Can yeah. I come in on here too? Yeah. Here, here, let me help you. Yes, yeah. I'll, I'll, you I'll hug the backside. You're going to have a poison ice sandwich. That's right. That's right. So we'll be out at Rebel Library Con. <laughs> we'll be at the Library Con on August 18th. We're going to record a podcast at 3 p.m. The show goes from 10 to 5. Um, from 3 to 5, we're going to be recording. We're not going to record that whole time. We'll record uh, some stuff, and then we're going to leave that open at the end for Q&A. So if you've ever had questions about podcasting in general, questions about anything related to pop culture and entertainment, questions for us, I mean, just whatever, Q&A <laughs> at the end of that. And we have a couple of guests, I believe, lined up for that as well. So it won't just be us talking for an hour and a half or whatever. We're going to have a, we'll do a little bit of the stuff that you expect from the show, and then we'll have some interview time with some guests, and then we'll have some Q and A time at the end. So another great opportunity to come out and hang out with us. <laughs> I had to look over and make sure Odin was still awake. He's awake. <laughs> He's been quiet for a while. <laughs> I'm sorry. The following Saturday, August the twenty fifth, we're heading up to Warrensburg, Missouri, at uh, Central Missouri. University of Central Missouri. No, not Warren, not Warrenburg. <laughs> Warrensburg. Oh. For the Cosplay for Hope convention-esque walk is what they're calling it. Esque? That's what they're calling esque. it. What's the esque stand for? It means it's like a convention, but it's really not. Uh, it's cosplay, though. Uh, this is a fundraiser and awareness raiser for mental health issues and suicide prevention. The doors to that, uh, the gates, I guess, really, because it's outside, <laughs> open at 9 a.m., and that's when we'll kick off our show. Again, we're not going to be recording a full podcast. There'll be some segments you come to expect from the podcast. We're going to have some fun and games with that crowd that will be in cosplay. So before. this thing's going to be, you said it's just like walking around like a track. It's not. Uh, it's like walking around the campus. So the campus. like going up a couple, like a, uh, a okay. block or two. I don't know how, what the route is they've got marked off, but gotcha. think of it as there's a, probably a common area, I imagine. I don't know. I haven't been to Central Missouri gotcha. uh, the, where the stage and stuff will be set up. And that's where everybody will kind of congregate once they get checked in. We'll be doing our thing uh, at 10 o'clock is when they kind of take over to do their stuff. So we'll be talking to the crowd. We'll be talking to the people that organize it, you know, do, do some fun stuff. They'll take it over about 10. They'll go through their program, which is like 10 to 11. At 11, people will start walking the route they've got, and then they'll wrap up. They'll, it's not a long thing. It's like 11, 20, 11, 30. They'll be back, get the mics, do their finishing thing. It's all over by noon. So, oh, gotcha. yeah, it's a short little deal. Um, but we know people will be dressed up in cosplay, so we'll be talking with them. We may be doing some cosplay bingo, get a couple of volunteers up on stage and uh, let whoever's there call out what they see, you know. And, Strip bingo. And if you've got if you've <laughs> got knew, that on your bingo card. I was waiting. I kept like, is he going to say it? Yeah, nope, 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 nope. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so that, again, the walk itself starts at 11. The gates open at 9. We'll be there the whole time. Um, so, again, it wraps up at noon, so you'll be out of the – before the heat gets too bad that day. You can register yourself, your family, your team, your coworkers, whoever that wants to be involved in the walk uh, and wants to head on up there, or if you're local to that area and wants to head on out there. Uh, the link to that is on the Facebook event page at facebook.com slash cosplay for hope. So you can be a part of that. We'll be there. We'll be having a good time. That's going to be a really short night that night because we're going to do a show uh, Friday night at Monk's, <laughs> and that'll and we'll wrap that thing up at ten. We'll get everything packed up. We'll hang out, so we'll be getting home between probably eleven and twelve, 
and then we're going to have to leave here by, I want to say, 5 or 5.30, because that's about a three-and-a-half-hour drive to Warrensburg Saturday. So Warrensburg. Short, short, <laughs> short night that night. Somebody will be driving. Everybody else will be sleeping in the back. <laughs> Uh, not mentioned in that, uh, we're going to be doing another. We'll be traveling to do an interview uh, the weekend of the 11th and 12th. We'll get the details on that later. So we got a lot of interview stuff coming up, a lot of travel, a lot of interview, a lot of live stuff, kind of having some fun. It's going to be busy. There's going to be work, but we're going to have some fun. Tripping. We doing some, we'll be doing yeah. some tripping. It's not that it's, those places are that far away. It's no, it's boring. just the scene. Yeah, exactly. Nothing. If there was something exciting on the road to see. so And there's not, especially the one that he didn't mention. Holy God, that's a boring that's a, that's drive. A, yeah, we've made that trip many times. I drive halfway there. I'll drive halfway there tonight. Just about the yeah. time going up, like talking about Sedalia, about the time you're almost there, you're like, why have I done this? Then you're like, oh, here we are today. Okay, yeah. good. <laughs> Pretty much there once you get to Warsaw. You're not very far away. Yeah, you just got to get there is the problem. And then comes <laughs> September. We've got some fun things in store for September. We're going to be relaunching the brand, relaunching all of our content across all of our channels. We'll be doing some prize giveaways, a whole lot of stuff. But we'll talk about that more when we get through August because August is going to be busy. What we haven't talked about also is we have some opportunities. We may be doing hosting some movies out at the Alamo in oh, August. Yeah, yeah. So we're going to talk about that after we're done wrapping up here. But uh so August is going to be busy. If you've ever wanted to be a part of it, you ever wanted to meet us, wanted to hang out, say hello, whatever. No excuses. We're everywhere. We're go- you're going to yep. be able to find us. Trust me. You won't have to look very hard to find us. Uh, yeah, plus, again, you. you can go online on all of our social media pages, on our website, and, uh, and, and participate in a number of different ways in what we got going on. Uh, we appreciate everything that's gotten us to this point, and we're going to be trying to do our best to do the hard work to continue to uh, – to bring you guys stuff that you enjoy listening to and talking about, and uh, hopefully you'll come out and see us at one I'm of these places. Up when I'm going down. Not sure what that was about. <laughs> I think it was Aerosmith. I think it was supposed to be. <laughs> so that is it for this week's show. If you've enjoyed this or any of our podcasts, do us a favor, leave us a review on your podcast player of choice. Just takes a second, really helps us out. Have a good weekend. Be kind to people. Life don't ride short. the ducks. Don't ride the ducks. If you, you do ride the ducks. Do you have a tattoo or have you got yeah. something over it? Yeah. <laughs> you don't get rid of those things. <laughs> he never got rid of a tattoo. Well, got, not got, really. I said something over it. Oh, no. Yeah, He's I've got, got a big tattoos. pop goes the culture penis over it. I, I don't have your, that. I haven't <laughs> seen your sleeveless in a long time, so I couldn't remember if you yeah, saw it. Yeah, well, you haven't taken me out in a while. <laughs> Take me somewhere Greedy nice. bastard <laughs> Buy me a drink Every once in a while Hey we'll be out at Monk's Every Friday night <laughs> <laughs> Used to be a strip club Lay down a, lay down a couple of drinks Be like Make with these So just shirt, so you <laughs> know ladies If you're listening You're going to be out at Monk's <laughs> Buy Joey a drink He will show you His, his tattoos His tattoos He's All got three one on like his Greg Allman, He will show you his tattoos <laughs> He has one on his penis too It, it used to it, When it's hard It says cold chilling And when, when, it, when it's just normal It says old chili <laughs> it's been a while since I've showed that to you. I forget. I'm surprised you remembered. Yeah. All right. Well, that's it for this week. Seen it on a pool table. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you didn't make the shot either. <laughs> All right. That's it for this week's show. We're gonna get out of here because uh, we got some stuff to talk about before we go out of here. So uh, for Pop Goes Culture Podcast, I've been Joey Mills. I've been Odin Wright. Starting at the nine o'clock again. <laughs> K Dub and Dusty Stafford. All right. Have a good week, and we will catch you guys out and about next weekend somewhere, sometime. Be sure to find us. Yep. See ya. See, See ya. Later.